this invisible frame of reference that you carry in your head. Life presents all sorts of adversity, and some adversity doesn't feel like adversity. It's sneaky. Could I um, interview you for my space gas? For my space gas? Yeah, yeah. What the hell is going on here? <laughs> but uh, awesome. Welcome to Trugly Talks again. Thanks. Great, last... great to be back. Yeah. <laughs> the last time I saw you was on, what was that island? It was in Croatia, outside of yeah. Split. Korchula. Korchula Island? Is that the right one? Oh, yeah. it wasn't. No, Mar? no, Vis. Vis Island. Cool. I think it was Vis Island. Staying yeah. in the place, just doing exercise, pumping the, pumping the health. Maybe we're in that oh, shape. Yeah. How old are you again? I'm 23. Cool. What about you? 26 going on 27 nice. not soon cool what's your star sign out there my star sign yeah. uh capricorn cool what about you it's scorpio everyone seems to be really interested but everywhere i go when i'm in australia or asia it seems like the day that it switches changes so then i become a libra and yeah as, as my buddy said He's like, man, you're on the cusp, so you're going to show signs of both. That's just going to be what you're going to do. And I guess it shows yeah. definitely because in other places, um, I am actually both. But get this. When I was in, uh, when I was oh, in no, Italy, no. I talked with this like really, really old lady. She was just staying in the same hostels as me. And she was from Slovenia. She said that I was Capricorn on top of Capricorn, which means I'm supposed to be like really, really serious. And nothing but serious until i'm like 70 and then i'll become not serious anymore i think mm. i wonder what it is about 70 years old that changes it yeah i don't know <laughs> how many dozens is that does that count is that how, what the months were maybe i think it, i think it has hours, to do with like the rotation of the earth and where the stars appear in the sky or something um yeah for us i wonder they probably vary consistently in the same spot visually yeah. to our eyes, but it's ever expanding at a crazy fast rate. That we, yeah. I can't really comprehend. Hey, have you seen the yeah. uh, the satellites in the sky uh, from Tesla? Or uh, I have not, no, but not. I heard I heard about them. Uh, or was it SpaceX? Yeah. SpaceX, SpaceX. like same same kind of dude. Sa- same same guy, yeah. yeah. All Elon run by Musk. Uh, Elon Musk. Mother- <laughs> putting so many satellites into the sky yeah Uh, saw them the other day i thought there was only like nine or twelve the first time i saw them and yeah i heard they were just like a lot flying overhead like in a row or something is that Mm -hmm. what you saw perfectly so when you see them you can't miss it because it's kind of bright satellites and then they're not at all flying in different parallels they're just equally following each other and like in this like before it was perfect gaps but this time seeing it it was like two and then one and then another two and then a one and it just kept doing that for about oh man i'm not sure because i was on psychedelics (laughs) about (laughs) 20 or i i would say 20 a lot more than nine it just kept coming and i'm like holy smokes that sky's gonna be like full of them soon imagine it's just going to be a ring around the earth in one spot maybe or yeah I don't know how it is we don't just see them every what is the couple hours. have you heard about what the purpose of those are is it just like exploration or is it oh definitely I, 
I heard it's for internet for everyone around the world. Like, oh, cool. They're gonna have wow. to explore for sure the how the hell this is gonna work. Like, are we getting yeah. signals? I'm sure they've already done so much math or so much physics and calculations behind it to not just fucking go for it. But oh yeah, I Elon Musk is such a crazy guy. I think they're <laughs> just, going for it. Oh yeah. Have you I saw this interview with yeah. Elon Musk uh, the other day, and he was talking about drilling in LA. Also, just like he was on stage, he was like, "Yeah, we have to make it more cost effective by about an order of one order of magnitude, so ten times more cost effective." And he was just like, "Yeah, it's pretty pretty straightforward to do that. We're just gonna do this and this, and it'll make it ten times more efficient to drill under the city of LA, and then people can just take their cars underneath on this little like train track and ride them all the way across the city." Like 120 miles per hour or something like that, I think. Totally. Super fast for... I wonder if it'll be for the rich at first or if it's going to be kind of available for everyone or if giant trucks can't do it. Or I'm really ho- looking forward to when giant trucks are AI so people will like, motherfuckers, don't mess that up. And, well, unfortunately for all those jobs, that's too bad. But yeah, when... But maybe more jobs will appear in other places. I don't know. Yeah, we'll see. should just start sitting down and tinkering <laughs> with coding and computers. Yep. Oh, goodness. <laughs> the world of coding is crazy. When I thought about it, uh, when I see what my brother can do, he, he decided, we have our music libraries, we produce music, and we have everything in separate folders. And then he's like, well, what the hell am I doing wasting time, like, having these separate why don't i just have it an automatic system that scans all the sounds and understands that that's a kick that's a snare that's a hat and go through all these individual ones and just put them all together into one and i'll just make a code for that like yeah just like an organizational thing so he like takes is it like machine learning as he's talking about he's like going to start playing hats or snares or something for it and be like this is a snare this is a hat and the computer will get good at classifying it Ooh, something like that i'm not sure how he'll work it maybe maybe he'll do that or maybe i don't know it's endless it's just elon musk would be like oh i know a fast way of doing that <laughs> oh i'm sure yeah have you seen his twitter elon, elon musk twitter <laughs> no really i've been funny. off uh social media since kind of covid times yeah i've no, i like haven't i don't use twitter but i just see on other places that Sometimes he'll he'll tweet the the funniest things. Like he he once tweeted that uh, I think it was Tesla stock was too high, <laughs> and immediately all the prices just dropped. Other times he says he's just gonna quit all social media, and then he's like, oh, never mind, joking. One time he I think he he had a lawsuit also with something he tweeted. He lost like millions of dollars, maybe like ten million dollars or something like that because he tweeted something he wasn't supposed to. Dude, the guy must have a lot of money. Um. I just oh, yeah. heard his second interview on Joe Rogan and shout out to Joe Rogan. Love you. And he was selling or moving out and like downsizing his, his house, just wanting a smaller place or just trying to downsize everything. But the guy has enough money to like, apparently a couple houses he just bought just cause he didn't want them to go. He just thought, what well, that house is kind of valuable to me. I, I could probably, it, it would be nice to save it. So I guess I'll buy it. Yeah. There's a story on that and a singer living in it before. And then it was the house across the street. 
So Wait, so he was living in the house. He was living in a house across the street from a singer, and he was like, "I want that house." Yeah, because it was just gonna get knocked down or rebuilt, or and then I guess maybe it was because it was gonna be rebuilt. He's just like, "Well, I'll just buy it, and then there won't be construction across the road for like the next three years." kind of thing nice but then he has that house and all the stuff in it and now he's trying to sell it and he's just got all this he's got a lot of money got a lot of stuff so now he's to sell it to someone who's not going to tear it down because then he'll be in the same dilemma as he was in before hopefully and then maybe he loses a whole bunch of grand but isn't worried about it because that's not a lot of money for him maybe probably not yeah i think he's i think he's like a billionaire or something 10 million (laughs) dollars is not a big deal yeah, it's just whatever you know. Pocket change throws it around sometimes. Hmm. How much money? Where, do you where have? are you at right now? How much do I have right now? Yeah. Uh, I invested. Well, I just I just like got fifteen thousand invested in the stock market. I invested in airlines, which is probably a pretty stupid idea according to some people. But <laughs> we're gonna see what happens. Just yeah, let's see what happens. Ha- man. Put them in, and yeah, I figure you know if I lose the money, I lose the money, and if not, then. Maybe I'll gain some money, and then I can keep playing the game, you know? Holy shit, yeah, just keep adding it up. Play the game, play the game. <laughs> exactly, um, why not? And then you lose big time, and you're just like, oh, I lost, and it feels so bad. But if I would never played, I just would have never felt all this pain in the first place, but it's hmm. part of the game. <laughs> yeah, Jesus. Have you played this game before? No, this is my first time playing this game. <laughs> <laughs> it's level one. There's like yeah. 100 levels and you're at level one, maybe. Probably, yeah. I wonder. Yeah, I just got some money in Bitcoin. That's all I'm doing. Oh, nice. Yeah. yeah. But nothing like 15 grand, more like $200. Woo. Cool. Yeah, go up. Nice. It's got to go up like. I mean, if you invested back in. 20? Yeah. Bucks. I mean, if you invested back in what, 2015, 2016 in Bitcoin, $200, you'd, you'd be like really rich right now well you'd have probably like ten thousand dollars or something like that Mm. i'm not entirely sure i know it went up yeah i've been eyeing it up and i remember because of this covid19 through the crisis and the drop we it it plummeted with everything else too and i saw it and i just looked at it was just a normal how you would look at investing uh with the graph and looking at the before and after and being like this is a huge low i'm gonna buy yeah. it man but i just didn't have my oh, interact yeah. card and i wasn't aware that things move so fast and then uh, just days later it just skyrocketed up like three thousand dollars from six thousand and now it's oh yeah finally by the time i got in at ten thousand it's up to kind of twelve and thirteen thousand per bitcoin so that's like nice it doubled it went up two hundred percent from what it was before which is pretty solid gain so far yeah if people people just holding on to bitcoin they're they're gonna be doing good oh yeah but anyway i'm in victoria i'm staying at this beautiful girl's house that i reconnected with from four years ago she let me into her space so quickly and so blessed i can't believe where my life has taken me and how everyone else's life is different. I was out trying to fix this bike because supposedly I'm on a bike trip. I I came to Victoria to visit my brother to get out of uh, the same space that I was in during COVID, which was 
Golden, BC, which is where I grew up. And my dad's bike is out here, and it's just this old uh, solid frame, not that light, just with a bike rack on it. Uh, bicycle, then I'm going to pedal back to Golden, which is about 800 Ks, or yeah, maybe 850, something like that. Sweet. So I'm biking today because I snapped the brake because the brakes are so old that the wire just snapped. Things are things age, and just fixing it up a little bit at the bike shop. No tools. Have to politely ask like, "Yo, I want your stuff, but I don't want you to work on this for me to owe you a bunch more. Let me just fix it myself. But can I use your tools? <laughs> Get this guy out of here. Get this guy out of here. Um." And I was biking around, and I was just looking at everybody, and there's a lot of homeless people in Victoria right now, and they don't look like they're having the best time, which yeah. I'm, I guess, I guess if I was homeless, which I have been in Croatia and things, and I don't have a home now, I'm just staying with a friend, like, I don't know where you get into a point where you lose all that or you or you have to make it such a not a fun time or like be so unhealthy on yourself yeah if i'm homeless i'm still gonna eat like straight up vegetables and i'm going to be but uh, i guess it's just not in my nature because i'll be my computer breaks uh, i just want i would get a job to get a new computer to start producing music on the street somehow using people's electricity and then I would just end up playing shows and then getting money from that and being like, well, with all this money now, I get a studio and. Oh, for sure. Yeah. It's just, I guess, not in the nature of the body I've been gifted in the mind that I've been gifted. Yeah, I agree. I've never, I've never been able to imagine being in a mindset like that. I don't think just being homeless, but also in this kind of complacent position, but I also am not a very complacent person. Like even when I'm very comfortable, I like to, kind of like imagine how things could be better which can be kind of unhealthy in some other ways but it's aggressive it's yeah yeah it's painful when you're just sitting oh i have everything i need (laughs) i have everything i need i have excess food excess water i have this beautiful place i'm living right now a wonderful bed like i can have whatever i want how can i have more (laughs) yeah yeah and that's what makes us put like 20 satellites in the sky to have internet everywhere or yeah to build lighter bikes who are the people who actually yeah. where the hell are they to just be like yeah let's combine these metals and make a lighter frame and yeah see if we can get these things just going faster they're the same as they always been but where do they yeah. get like where do they get Motivation. their investment money where do they get their <laughs> yeah. how do they start wake up every i was day? reading like, uh have you heard of the book sapiens at all before yes yeah, my buddy really good book. during COVID and would kind Insanely of... Insanely good book. Yeah. Just came to mind because ta- well, when you were talking about uh, the, where's, like, all, where all the resources come from, thinking about motivation and like what's the point of all this progress because he talks about, in his opinion, stuff like uh, the agricultural revolution even was a big step backwards for, for mankind. In, in the book, he was talking about how during the hunter-gatherer period, people were working maybe 35 hours a week, and then they just go and like chill with their tribe, hang out with the kids, and play. Yeah. Uh, but as soon as agricultural revolution happened, people were working like 80, 90 hours a week, and then industrial revolution, same. It's like 
we make all this progress with science and with uh, technology and stuff, but does it actually lead us to be happier? But it also getting all the all the extra stuff is taking too much from the planet, which is also making giving us issues to then make us need to put work into fixing our issues, which yeah. the issue might have been getting too much or moving too much that now your bones are sore and like you can't even get stuff for yourself. Now you want money from the government yeah. or and when you start having children, uh, like families of 10 children, because you had the, re- the resources and you were settled in one place, you can't go Ooh. back now. You can't like un- hit the control <laughs> control Damn. and alt delete button on, on the that's more common in the past because now i don't know people don't want to sacrifice what they have in the future like are you gonna have kids yeah. when are you gonna have them yeah that's a good question is it like all that we're waiting for is for someone to stumble into us it's like it doesn't i don't it kind of seems easy maybe but i go back and also forth between impossible. whether or not i want children in this mostly just because like Sometimes I'm like, yeah, I think it'd be really cool to have children. And I feel like it's an essential part of the human experience, kind of. But then another part of me that is very pessimistic on how the future might turn out is like, if I have a child and bring it into the world, like I'd have to worry about the the future so much. And if the future seems like it's not going to play out very well. like uh, I think it'll give stuff. people like something healthy to do. <laughs> That's true, with, yeah. With their worry and like a very as much as you work and put in your energy with the more you're going to get out for that offspring of yours and like something that you can really cherish and deeply care about. Like that guy who's building the lighter bikes. He's like, man, just got to get up. I got to do a better job at this. And the harder he works, man, he just makes this amazing, better. I got two bikes, one to the left, one to the right. The one on the right is someone, it's the girls who I'm staying with and it's way nicer. And then the one on the left is like, they did their best at the time with what they had. And yeah, the 19, and 90s, it functions. maybe That's, 80s. If it functions, it, it's good. Maybe about like being able to write down things on, on paper and books. I don't know if they talked about that in Sapiens, but the writing of how to make that bike will always be there. And we can just, mm, 12-year-olds, 14-year-olds can read that book and yeah. get that knowledge that someone had to learn it all then and then just be like, well, this is cool, but I already see an error by the time they're 15, riding these bikes, <laughs> fixed, oh, yeah. about, oh, this new metal came out. Why don't I just adapt this? And uh, yeah, this is the life of the bike guy. <laughs> yeah, it's crazy how, I mean, just development of language over time, like being able to go from not having language at all or having language in a very like primitive state to just only being able to talk about things like oh look it's the sun or oh look it's a, a elephant or something like that to oh, but to being able to describe abstract stuff and then also being able to take stuff and write it down and save it pass it through generations not lose information to like digital stuff now which is even crazier what we can do with data podcast listeners um i just want to introduce daniel i met him at a rave and well, he was just looking for someone to hang with, and heck, I was too. And we we got to spend some great time with a lot of British people in Croatia. Uh, some of this we've done a podcast before in back in season one, man, when I oh, wasn't yeah. on Spotify. But uh, you're on Spotify now. Oh heck yeah! Oh nice. Yeah yeah. 
officially and it's explicit so you can say fuck if you want to fuck yeah <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> yeah mic volumes are cleaner um we're a little less sunburnt or maybe we're the same amount of sunburnt um mathematician um i just snooped your facebook to understand what you're up to a little bit too and you're doing some aerial photography at the moment or? yeah yeah well i just so every time i come back to the united states i like get into this mindset of becoming a good capitalist like <laughs> when i'm traveling i'm like i'm like yeah and then live like not spending any money spend like try to try to like limit every all my purchases and then i come back here and i'm sitting at home have access to tons of stuff like i was saying and i'm like i have this urge to just drop like buy things and consume yeah. things yeah so i bought this cool drone uh it's a dji mavic air 2 and it's True. super cool What's that thing like cost? it'll fly up this is this was about a thousand dollars for the drone plus the batteries but mm-hmm. yeah snooping on people yeah exactly <laughs> are you are you good at flying it or is it hard to fly how do you fly it's it's pretty cool yeah there's this like remote controller it's really similar to playing a video game so you put your phone in this little thing here yep yep and you like uh they're i think i just turned it on whoops uh, and then there are two little uh, things here. There's one that can, makes it go up and down and rotate, and then the other one just like takes it laterally, forward, backward, or left or right. Yeah. Yeah. Not too hard. Not too hard at all. Awesome. And then how do you land takes it? Cool footage. Uh, you just like so there's a takeoff button on your phone, and it'll just start sort of like a helicopter. And then to land it, you just bring it above a relatively flat surface and take it straight down. True. Yeah, thought maybe there's a land mode, something or... Nah, but one time I was trying to land it and it didn't want to like go backwards farther because there was a rock kind of close. And so I landed it in a place that wasn't ideal and it, one of the propellers hit a rock and scraped a little bit, which was kind of <laughs> sad, but... <laughs> yeah, well, yeah. right into where we left off before I wanted to just introduce you before we got caught away from that. Yeah. I wanted to say that we you're saying we had primitive language and how the language is adapted because of our times. Now, what I've realized, and I've been hanging out with a forager these days, um, this guy who likes to just look on the ground and when he sees a plant, know like medicinal benefits and know what it's called and what you can do with it. And they would have known more of that in the past. They would have known a lot more than that. Like we're maybe taking it for granted. Or we're yeah. maybe underselling them a bit because they were probably equally as smart. Like my father says, things change, people don't. They might have had the same brain capacity as Yeah, actually, did, so Neanderthals back in like 200,000 BC supposedly had bigger brains than us. Yeah. Which is crazy to think about. Yeah. But we <laughs> like, killed them. We or, did kill them, yeah. <laughs> probably. <but. laughs> probably what is it like well we breeded with them you can see some neanderthal in people yeah yeah like in europeans i think they measure about two percent ish neanderthal in people's dna which is kind of cool well that's that's a little bit weak compared to what we are now it's pretty weak why did why did the why did the neanderthals go do you know 
one of the leading theories right now that they talk about in Sapiens, if you want, if you want to read it or any of your uh, listeners want to read it, because it's such, such a good book, is uh, there were like five different human species other than just Homo sapiens. But Homo sapiens survived because it seems like they were the only ones who could effectively communicate using language and like band together in larger groups using things like myths or stories. Other other animals could just kind of do that thing with like, ooh, it's a gorilla. Look, it's a, this plant or whatever. But uh, the ability of Homo sapiens to say, hey, look, up in the sky, there's a god mm. shooting lightning down or something like that uh, might have allowed Jesus. like having a shaman or something like that. Maybe Neanderthals didn't have something like a shaman or uh, that, that, that role in their tribe is one of the yeah. main theories right now. Yeah. I'm uh that reminds me of like, so as you grow up, you potentially, you go whatever way you go. And I grew up uh, just wanting to have less carbon footprint. And then one way of doing that's like eating vegan or vegetarian, just cutting some meat out of your diet. And then it's like everything you do, you process what the hell you're doing. <laughs> I'm yeah. thinking I love the taste of it and I grew up with it. And like now is the time for change and I should change. And then I think about all the, the epic history we have with eating meat and how that would have given us the time speculation this is my idea um when you did the hunt and you got the meat and you had full tummies for longer amounts of time you were not yeah. in that primal urge and you were able to have clear thoughts and focus your communication on uh the explorative ideas or the stories or how someone died in the hunt you have more time to sit because this food in you sits in your gut longer and can give you more nourishment longer than say just a couple berries the berry berries okay. don't have as many calories yeah for, for sure for say um, oh yeah and i mean you look at our teeth like human teeth are meant to like <laughs> to tear into meat like undoubtedly biologically but it's it's so important i think like it is true that there are sustainable ways to get meat and there are ways that are not sustainable and you, like looking at uh the ways that animals are just raised for slaughter now in these massive farms taking up a ton of land a ton of uh places to, to raise corn to feed them um mm. and then just seeing the conditions they're in too because they're suffering their entire lives from the moment they're born a lot of them are kept in, are kept inside this like little tiny pen there's no love until, man it's yeah until love. they're old enough it's to all, slaughter and then it's they all just money. killed <laughs> yeah, yeah yeah so i looked yeah. at it too someone brought it into my attention like you're just you are putting a price on love and life in purchasing meat like that meat is yeah. a being and if you do keep purchasing that kind of meat you are gonna be putting your price and dollar on in through like adding resources to the people who keep doing that they're just yeah. people they had an idea they got one or they grew up in it and they're just doing their thing and until we decide that that's not how we want to do things on the planet like all together he they'll just kill the cows or they'll give them away when it's time for them to stop yeah but also like just them. taking americans just taking the amount of meat that americans eat in a year and how much land it takes to grow all that meat to produce. If all the rest of the world tried to do that, there would not be enough land in the world. If, if land were only used to grow cattle mm. and grow animals, there would not be enough land to raise all the meat necessary for, 
for everyone to be able to live the way that Americans do. Dang, son. As far yeah. as things, that reminds me of something I saw, like just the cattle industry of shipping cows to America from Australia. There's people who just like make cow boats and just move cows over there to then slaughter <laughs> them for such burgers. That's such a strange <laughs> image. I was imagining, like nailing cows together into oh, a yeah. bush, yeah, just like a cow sale. <laughs> yeah, that was oh, Jesus. a cow hide. <laughs> yeah. Bones of the cow, but like yeah good. as wood <laughs> for a boat yeah and like leather like sewing leather together for sails what's oh, uh God. the craziest thing you've ever eaten craziest thing i've ever eaten uh it's not that crazy actually i was just in new york i went to this uh place in chinatown which for me is like crazy because well, come I, on man <laughs> i'm from america <laughs> story time <laughs> for everyone yeah but i uh had fish head soup which was pretty cool it was like a lot of fish Gross. heads in tasty? soup. It was not pretty tasty. tasty, but also I was kind of off put because I'm used to, I think, not eating fish heads. So just the idea of like picking up this big thing and being like, oh, that's an eye. And that's like part, probably part of the brain. Oh. And just kind of eating it. Yeah. It was like very savory, tons of flavors. But I had to like, there was this mental block I had of like, I'm eating brain and I'm eating eyes. And I just you just have to like kind of hold that and also hold the action itself what is it like head, i guess yeah if you think about yeah. it though when you eat the brains that's perfect brain food oh for sure maybe, yeah maybe for there's sale. nothing wrong with it brains yeah. brains brains. what about you what was the weirdest thing oh you yeah eaten? coming at you um in vietnam it's tradition in like the phong na region the the caves where they eat the like unhatched embryo of fertilized eggs like so it's a slightly produced chicken it's not a raw egg it's been a fertilized egg and it grows discretion people this is fucking it was so nasty so celebratory crack the top sip the juice they love it i'm sitting with like three quite probably the coolest vietnamese people because they could speak some english doing tour guiding and they just left the big city to go tour people in these caves the biggest caves in the world are in this area cool and biggest like i think maybe in size stature and whatever um and we're just having a time and they just get this tourist to do this thing it's a special time because they've met me and we're having a beer or two and we're crack the top off and that's celebratory you drink that and we're sipping you start the, top with the beer and, and then they and then they bring out the eggs and <laughs> yeah it's where do you go after that oh <laughs> <laughs> and that got me thinking about tradition too how they don't think it's weird and they don't get cringy they and that makes us makes me think about everything we do and yeah one thing that uh, we did the other night, which is hilarious, and it means a lot to me, is shotgunning a beer. Shotgunning a beer yeah. in my culture, in my, in my upbringing, it was something we did. We took people's shotgun virginities, whoever was the fastest was kind of like a hero, and it brought everyone yeah. together, and it, it was just something to do. And then it's kind of like you could just eat the egg or you could wait till it hatched and eat the chicken but it's just something that you do that you open this top you sip the juice and then there's a little chicken in there My, they said i was lucky because 
it was didn't have hair yet. It was just like the shape of and like the tendons were growing and its little head and it, you just dip that sucker in salt, take some crunchy bites of this p- poor little dude who's not born yet slash totally dead. I think like there it raises. Was it question. alive right before you were eating it? Do you know or was it killed like uh, a while like before? It, are they not? They came to you. Or I guess do they stop growing when the heat's there or when is something alive truly? When it's like, is it actually? I guess they have to have. Thinking? I guess I was thinking more along the sense of like, were they incubating it and like raising or like not raising it? I guess, but trying like keep the egg warm, like it I don't were to hatch until the moment they consume them. Or I don't think it's high tech. What's going on? I think it's all like there's cows running around. There's chickens cool. that. Yeah, I freaking ran. So it's like here's this egg that, that we found day. lying around somewhere. Do you want to just like take it and drink it? <laughs> Pretty oh, there's much. baby chicken here. How, how'd that happen? Yeah. No, but they Damn. know. They they picked the ones, and they got this, like, they got this dozen. And uh, everyone picks one, and it's just luck of the draw of how they're grown and how big they are yet. Some of them are less hairy and more just, like, sort of... It was, like, almost like it was T- slightly Some cooked a bit. Because it was, yeah. it was still a little bit white and yellow, and it hadn't, like, produced all the blood yet oh discretion someone, like, sorry like people check sometimes <laughs> what did you say just like compare them you're like someone someone gets your friend gets a deformed chick <laughs> Ooh, or uh, i wasn't comparing i was just trying to stay tried to stomach it. it yeah yeah and why is that i don't know it's just food someone who's starving would freaking yeah. love that protein oh for um, sure yeah and the the spice salt mix was just deadly salt so addicting hey quick it's back. one of those things too probably i mean like what if you're a kid before two years old or something i think i don't remember where i read this or heard this but i think that there's a certain age when children start becoming disgusted by stuff and before that age they're not really disgusted or fearful of anything mm. but they refuse food for sure you oh see yeah baby definitely. push things away yeah but i wonder if like something like their reaction to the the chicken that's partially grown chicken fetus or whatever in the egg would be similar to my reaction with green beans when i was growing up just push mm. away with the same the same instinctual just disgusted feeling well that i got from eating green beans <laughs> so much different when a little baby's grossed out by something because it's just even the amount of energy that a baby is is smaller than when a full-grown adult or a young powerful traveler who's fit gets fucking conked out and like out out for the count that's like or even oh, see, yeah. you know some big sailor or something just being grossed <laughs> yeah. out and vomiting as opposed to a little baby just grossed out all oh, little vomit oh, yeah. there you go there you go the, little baby. the traveler having been all around the world seeing all this crazy shit like uh, <laughs> it only gets to this place can't can't eat something that a three-year-old eats on a day-to-day basis well, that's what i'm saying too with the the culture and how people really praise or it's all time and time with and time spent with people like love and the love for doing it again and wanting me to have this experience. And it's just something that people do. It's not necessarily good or bad. And everyone does their thing differently, whatever it may be in, in your area. Hey, where did you grow up? I grew up in Colorado, uh, Montrose, Colorado, pretty small town, 20,000, 25,000. You do anything weird? Anything weird growing up? 
and by weird, weird i mean like so to us that's weird but for them to come over and like yeah. how you did something do you think any of it was weird so I, you like, might not because you're you and you grew up yeah in it, yeah i know and that's in like, hindsight having spent some time now with some people a lot of people from the city uh going to college with them and stuff one thing i realized most people don't understand is hunting which is not super weird for people who live in a rural area everyone hunts and i think that's actually a really valuable experience going back to that idea of getting meat in a sustainable way if you're hunting yeah. in a way that is like i mean one thing that i was taught growing up going hunting with my dad is you have the animal and you are very grateful to the animal and just also being out there and having to skin like the elk or deer that you shoot and take all the meat off of the bone bag it deal with like the smell because it's just like this really musky uh strong smell uh of the animal the first time i remember the first time i helped my dad uh skin an elk and put the pieces in a bag i went home and ate some like fruit a fruit cup and i just smelled the elk in the fruit cup for as i was eating it i still smelled the musk and i just imagined uh it was, it was kind of kind of a traumatic, but also yeah, very Yeah, I wanted to say, was it I'd say. traumatic for you? Yeah, kind of traumatic, but I feel like How old it's were you? also one of those good uh, tra- traumatic. I was like eight, eight or nine, the first time I oh, yeah. helped him. Yeah. yeah. That's, about, that's about the age, I guess. I don't know how much yeah. smaller of a child you could have going out hunting. Yeah. You that's just... something kind of crazy for people that don't grow up in an area like this. I think imagining, trying to imagine actually getting, going into nature, shooting something and getting your meat that way is something that a lot of my friends that I talked to in college just were kind of not it's so weird. eh? yeah, I was thinking I'm messaging my, my younger cousin. Um, I've been away from her for a long time and now we have the ability to connect over Facebook and it's really cool. It's always cool or cool seeing someone with your same last name. They're special to you for some reason. You love them. They're your blood. They're your family. And, uh, so we're connecting and she can be a bit of a handful. (laughs) She has a lot of things to say, a lot of things cooped up, a lot of I don't know, wanting to be loved, energy, and I try to give it to her, but at certain points, I can't be on the cell phone talking to someone distantly while they're just complaining about their lives, but recently, I'm just where I am, and I thought about her where she is, and she asked me what I'm up to to make myself feel good, or, and I just said, like, I'm making a tea out of herbs I picked, and... This is thankful to the foraging guy recently. He got me so excited about when you actually see something and can I, it's so easy to identify a plant and we do it and we're like, oh, that's, that's mint. But actually just grab a handful of it as long as it's not ruining the rare mint population of some area or yeah. totally stealing from grandma's garden and she uses it, don't do that. If it's plentiful and growing, (laughs) just grab it and use it, and you're going to be doing that with your time. But I was thinking about her and her city landscape and not even being able to think about it because potentially in that area of suburb Ontario, man, I don't even think what grows. Like, what is... You got dandelions. Dandelions can be used for salads. Pigeons. A little bit bitter. Not the best. You have lots of pigeons growing everywhere. Yeah, people get weird, though, when you start throwing rocks at them or they're like oh yeah yourself a 
We got a serial killer on the list here. Get him on the Yeah. Get him or her on the list. Keep a watch on her. Yeah, also so space, on... right? Space is a thing that's really difficult to try to manage in the city. Like having I guess you can have window boxes or something that you use to grow herbs. Mm-hmm. But a lot of people that live in cities also just don't have any space to their themselves mm-hmm. outside of their maybe apartment. So these people or... can't even think about something like I'm communicating. Like it just Yeah. And I've been able I've been in some pretty green areas, but I never really got down with it. And God, is it ever easy? And God, is it ever rewarding? Just picking a, like, just walk to the beer store yesterday, got a handful of fennel and lavender and put that to, you know, tear it up, put it in a pot with a little bit of already a herb mix and just let that thing sit full pot. I had four teas over the night, had one this morning and nice yes it's so tasty it's so tasty and if you look up all the medicinal factors to this stuff you know could be placebo could be like a star sign horoscope that you don't believe in doesn't matter if you believe in it and you believe in it it's gonna do something for you dude (laughs) placebo is so strong (laughs) it is strong they were doing placebo to uh people in world war ii when they ran out of uh i not ketamine um What's the popular heroin? 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 No, that's pretty popular. Yeah, everyone loves no, heroin. Was, I don't know what it was. <laughs> Poppy? Masculine? Uh, <laughs> I don't know. No, uh, uh, World War. Wait, World War Two. World II. War Two. World War One. World War One. I. I know they were saying. Anyway, yeah, they ran out <laughs> of. It's it's what the medics gave you in the little thing. Wait. Opium. Opium? It's an opiate. Maybe. Opium? Maybe it was that for pain Maybe. relief. Opium was a thing um, for a while in some places. Sorry, listeners. <laughs> but they gave them sugar pills, and they said it was an untested painkiller that uh, is re- has remarkable effects, and it's just been brought in for this war. And it was just sugar. Totally fooled these people into, like, they are missing legs. And they're asking them over and over trying to be like how is the medicine working how are you doing and the relationship of where you are in shock and what's going on and you could believe it and a lot of soldiers were feeling very little pain or none at all saying like this they've been convinced it's just totally tricked but oh yeah there's there's a show on there's there's a show on netflix called 100 humans that i also got into and binge watched couple of weeks ago they take they have like 100 humans uh, they do all these different experiments with them there's this one episode where they try to make them feel pain and pleasure through a machine that's actually doing nothing just through anticipation and Whoa. they they brought a guy in and they were like they had to <laughs> hold out his arm and they're like okay so that you're gonna feel extreme amounts of pleasure prepare yourself for all the pleasure you're gonna be feeling it's gonna be incredible put him in a robe you know just like he's at the spa or something like okay level one mm-hmm. Level one pleasure, how do you feel? And he says, I'm feeling something, yeah. On, on a scale of one out of ten, are you feeling maybe a, a five? If I'm feeling six, I'm feeling good. Oh okay, we're going to take it up God. to level two. Now are you feeling, I think like an eight. I'm feeling really, yeah, this is nice. Wow. <laughs> they take it up a little. He goes to like a nine, I think, out of ten. It's, it's so good, yeah. Yeah, of course not a ten out of ten. That doesn't exist, man. Yeah. You ever, the... Uh, in in the game of like how cute is she man uh like oh, one yeah. out of ten you're like 
Oh yeah, she's definitely nine, man. Because yeah, the ten it? is like in the dreams, in the dreams, the perfect, the perfect of all. You can't even imagine. It's you can't. It's impossible. You can't really. You certainly couldn't draw it unless you're a great artist, which I don't. Know I, I'm about. a horrible artist. I could not draw. It. I yeah, can't draw. I couldn't anything. draw it. It would be less than a ten at that point. It could only possibly. If I draw a stick, if I draw, if I try to draw a woman right now, I'm not even sure. You probably would not be able to tell that it's a woman, or maybe even. I would go stick. (laughs) Give it a dress, maybe a bit of hair. That's good. Yeah, just stick with a triangle in the in the torso. That's the way to. Yeah, (laughs) that's it. it. It's wearing some sort of dress. It's a solid. That's a solid four out of ten right there. (laughs) Ladies can wear whatever they want. It's fine, you know. And guys, oh yeah, we're we're in that world now where. Oh, God, I just sure. checked out some guy's ass today. <laughs> Thought it was a girl. Oh, God. <laughs> nice. <laughs> yeah, you're just cruising. I'm like, whoa, check that thing out. And uh, Oh, yeah. Like, or like drag. Sometimes sometimes drag, like, Oh yeah. they get up and it's like, wow, they're really attractive. And then you're Lady like, Lady boys. <laughs> yeah. Lady boys, yeah. man. It's a big thing. They're, I think they got, uh, I think they did this placebo thing too. Fuck, I don't know what it was. Jackass or something. But they got yeah. prostitutes, but they were lady boys. But they're just really good looking girls, boys, boys. Yeah. <laughs> yes, I think. Uh, really good looking, feminine characteristics. For me, depends what you're into, right? Yeah. Um, I think we all kind of appreciate the female body. It's just so smooth and slender, and I think girls appreciate that too. But then when they crave the masculine figure hairy rougher <laughs> beat up um yeah you can look at a guy and it's a little more attractive for what you're craving at the time but the yeah. slender curves are always pretty for everyone i think even back in the day yeah, hey I think so i wanted yeah. to ask what where the heck did you go like in keeping it short or some highlights let's talk about after croatia did, after croatia like you I was watching posts. Uh, it, it was endless. It was great. And you're stoked. Yeah. Um, and that's one of the things I wanted to introduce as well. Like, um, digital nomad, an actual living yeah. human who's out there. Who are you still working digitally? Still doing it. Yeah. I had a meeting with my boss yesterday. Pretty, uh, yeah. <laughs> pretty exciting stuff. Yeah. But, but back uh, home. Yeah, yeah, but also back home. But I mean, also being quarantined is not that bad. Maybe we can get to that after. <laughs> I'll start with yeah. So Croatia, what? after Croatia, so I went to Dubrovnik and I had this like mental breakdown in Dubrovnik, which is a whole <laughs> whole thing. I was Love in to hear Dubrovnik, about it. Go tons right of tourists. In it, man. Oh, for sure. Yeah. So tons of tourists. I was having a great time, hanging out with this really cool this dude. Is, uh, hold on. How long have you been traveling for? I've been traveling at this point. Or like so, at that point there, so yeah. had, had you left and you're learning that you can make money abroad and you are learning, like, just exploring a lot. You hadn't really been to yeah. even, all in my world, I don't know, music festival, but a lot of people haven't either to like somewhere that is like kind of can be beautiful and a transcending experience through Oh yeah, potentially some psychedelic drugs or um, just ritually dancing with water all night under a large subsonic sound system um yeah how long it had been it had been 
a couple just months since I met you? Yeah, I started, so I graduated from college in June, I think last June 5th. It's been a little bit over a month now, or sorry, a year since I started. Yeah, it's just a year since I graduated. Oh my man. Yeah. Yeah. And, but I immediately started traveling the moment I graduated. I uh, yeah, went yeah. to Germany with my mom at first, which was lots of fun. Traveled to Berlin, <laughs> Prague, Munich, Salzburg. Uh, with didn't mom. didn't yeah just with my mom. So we so we did most of the you know walking tours and that that sort of stuff. But it was really yeah. cool. It was her first she time ever outside to, the uh, U.S. She a nervous Nelly the entire time traveling, or she she did really well. I was really I was really yeah. proud of her. She, she did Stoked. a good job. Yeah. Has she ever been? <laughs> No, this is the first time outside the U.S. It was crazy, and she, her family's from Germany. A so nervous, Nelly. Were you a nervous, Nelly? At first, I was, with your mom. I was How's this gonna go. I don't think I was. Too what are we gonna nervous, do, Nelly? But it was. Is she gonna hold me back? There was a little bit of like a. There was a little bit of like that. Sometimes I felt. I felt a little bit. It was kind of like I get into these these mindsets where I was like, okay, I'm here. I'm here for her. And then and then I'd we'd be hanging out with some other people and I'd be hanging out with them and I'd be like, okay, where is she? Oh, she's here. Okay, we're good. We're good. So I, I would I would feel that way sometimes, but overall it was a really cool experience. Uh yeah. Being able to be with her for the first time, she was so excited about everything. Uh as oh, yeah. I think most people are when they leave and the States for the first time. <laughs> the two people. Yeah. Oh, anyone, man. Think about those kids in Vietnam coming over to Canada. Like and if you get to experience that yeah. with anyone at the same time, you're just like, holy, did you see that? And it could be just some yeah. timing of a guy going down the street with a big tuba and an accordion and a trombone for his band practice or something. You're like, Jesus. Oh, yeah. What the? <laughs> this yeah, it was crazy. The, 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 one, of the, one of the greatest things. So I, I love to stay in hostels. And I was like, yeah, okay, mom, we're just going to stay in hostels. I'm going to show you how to do it really cheap. You're not, we're not going to stay in hotels. We're going to like spend 5 to $10 nice. a night, stay in these, these hostels. How did you learn <laughs> about that? It was that? funny. The very first hostel that we went to in Germany was the worst hostel I've ever stayed in in Berlin. We walked in and it was just like rickety run down. And we walked in. The guy was like very, uh, very standoffish. We were trying to talk to him, get our room key. He was just not wanting Uh, to talk to us at all in English. Not overly welcoming. And I was like, okay, mom, I'm really sorry. This is, I I promise this is not how it usually is. This is one of the worst hostels I've stayed in shower was broken yeah. the bed was really dirty how did yeah, you know anyway. how did you know about hostels if this was your first time out oh so this is not my first time out it was her first okay. time out but i yeah. yeah i traveled uh so i didn't travel at all before college and then i went to princeton which has a lot of money so they mm. i scammed them and <laughs> went to uh there you could sign up for classes and do singing groups and stuff and t- they take you on free trips or yeah. you can apply for grants and go so i Holy went to south shit. africa with a I mean, typically, if I go on if I went on a trip with them, it was five star hotels, crazy, which is Ugh. cool, but also like you don't really feel like you can connect. As, I never felt weird. like I could connect as much. That shit is yeah. weird because you're driving you're driving around these massive tour buses in the place like Soweto, South Africa, and you look out the window. There's slums everywhere, and you're in these, this massive air conditioned tank going through yeah. the center up and they're yeah. like oh look out look to the right there's where there's where tutu lived there's where nelson mandela we're not gonna get out of the bus because it's not safe but yeah. we're just gonna <laughs> show you all the sights yeah how can yeah. you fucking be a human <laughs> and not feel when you're in that bus that tube yeah it's so crazy when yeah. you're actually present and you think about that stuff yeah 
instead of just like fuck yeah turn it turn the heat up turn it down i need to be more <laughs> yeah. comfortable yeah yeah turn the oh, music on yeah. oh nelson mandela picture me picture yeah, yeah. nelson mandela in his house i was here look look at me yeah, yeah. having a great time check this out put it on the wall yeah. next to the other like a thousand oh yeah <laughs> all the, but all uh the yeah so i, I did trips like that which was not that's a completely different type of traveling uh but I I was uh, I got this grant end of my sophomore year of college to go to Nepal for the summer. So I got five thousand dollars to go trekking in Nepal. And what? how do you? It's, you... <laughs> it's so stupid. There are all these grants that no one applies for at Princeton because they're all kind of like there are so many people that are just have their career goals in mind, and they're just like okay, I, which is great. Like it's cool, really cool to have an internship, have your idea, you know what you want to do, you get your time in, you get a good spot, cool. But that means that there are so many people who do that path that there are a lot of these like grants that no one really applies for that are they're just free money to pursue independent projects. So this was just a grant. It said you, it can't be related to your major or career interests. It's just, uh, I think they called it uh, a project for self-development. So it's like, I'd like to go to Nepal and hike in the Himalayas for two months. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's true, man. That'll teach you a shitload about yourself. Oh, yeah. Your, yeah. What you can do, what you can eat, what you can see and feel. How well, you yeah, feel. also, I mean, completely separate from myself, just you see, entering this place with... The, when I first got off the, the airplane in Nepal and was driving in, the, in a taxi to my hotel I was staying, and just looking around and seeing all the animals in the street and, like, people everywhere, children crossing the road with bags of something and and women yeah. and monkeys and cows and and all the dirt and rundown oh buildings I, I just remember thinking i'm going to die here i have a bag i look wealthy i'm going to be mugged <laughs> all my mm. stuff is gonna be taken <laughs> I, i'm gonna i'm never gonna make it out this was such a bad idea why did i come here <laughs> those are all the thoughts that were going yeah. through my head when i first got there uh I mean, adjusted after a couple of days, I met this really cool girl. She showed me around and was like, hey, look, you can go to this restaurant. Nepalese? Uh, she, was, she was actually from Denmark. She just finished hiking. Uh, yeah. But yeah. Actually, yeah, that was crazy, too. That's a whole other story. Do we want to go there? That, this is completely unrelated. I could go there. Go in it, man. <laughs> How crazy right. is it, really? So, yeah, so I met this girl. So just, just, just finished driving. I was like... Or are you one with the ladies, of, Daniel? Are you comfortable with girls? Are you just I, like so easy I'm, with them because you don't think about <laughs> how how crazy I, you can get with them like I do? I get weird I'm, if I'm with a, a cute girl. I'm like, I can't speak because I just have these bad ideas or great ideas in my mind, which make interacting <laughs> difficult as a normal Some, person. Sometimes. I, I do think it depends on the circumstance. In this case, I was just so traumatized by what I had been thinking in the taxi that I came mm. in and I was I'm just, about to die. Fuck it. I need to exactly, talk to you. Yeah. <laughs> we just, gotta talk. Well I got there and I was just talking at light speed. I, I remember I was I, I came I came in, made it up. She she was like asleep, woke up, just like kind of groggily like, hey how's it going? And I was just like, oh uh, I have all my stuff. I'm unpacking now and I'm gonna go hiking. It's so and she was like cool <laughs> just got talking uh she we went out uh just to grab a meal and get yeah. some wine and stuff and but she told me that she was hiking on one of the trails she was doing the annapurna circuit which was the last uh to hike i was going to do and the friend she was with a friend that she met who died going over annapurna pass 
the pet the high pass ah. the wrong law because she no she got to the top had horrible altitude sickness was stumbling around like she was drunk got back down went to sleep and didn't wake up oh first night in nepal getting ready to do these high altitude treks after experiencing yeah. this thing with <laughs> driving in the taxi and then she tells me this and i feel just so i mean it's Obviously, it's horrible to imagine being in her shoes and have to, like... She was hiking with this girl for 10 days, and then and then she died, which is... I, I can't imagine how, yeah. you know, how traumatic of Was it a friend of hers? Do you remember that one? She... Uh, according to her, she met this person in Nepal, and they just started trekking together. Yeah, holy there. crap, man. Yeah. yeah, just... That'll make you feel lucky. That'll make yeah. you feel so lucky because it's pretty hard to explain especially a doctor or a uh, medical professional could have a lot of ideas but coming from me thinking about what really makes someone do that because i'm in a i'm in a believer of like a strong headspace now too and breathing exercises and wim hof is gonna climb the himalayas in one day which is physically impossible and he's 61 and he's gonna do it with 30 other people and they're going to break all the fucking boundaries just through breathing hard. Yeah. And that's going to deal with the that or something. And yeah. then this girl is uh, just, yeah, maybe she's not I, fit. For, maybe she's not fit yeah. for it. Maybe part of it is the headspace. Like you get into this headspace of I'm feeling bad. And even if you don't externally show it, there's all this inner like stuff of I'm feeling bad. I'm feeling worse. I have this headache. Now I mm. am feeling... I heard about these symptoms. Now I, I feel like my brain is, I mean, but I'm not sure because I, mean, I met so breaths, many people. Man. I met so many people while I was traveling in Nepal too, who seemed to be getting altitude sickness, but were either just kind of, kind of pushing through it with the with knowing that they had altitude sickness already and just trying to make it over and make it down as fast as they could. Uh, there were there were a ton of people with altitude sickness there, which was kind of crazy to me, but. Yeah, I mean, did you not experience it? I was really lucky. So unlucky and lucky because I got this really bad stomach bug when I first started hiking. I had like oh, yeah. horrible diarrhea <laughs> going up. <laughs> I was going up to Namche Bazaar. I was just like I was hiking with this guy. Lewis was the name. He was like really chill. Uh, he he was a really good hiker. <laughs> I was just like, okay, Lewis. I'm just going <laughs> to pull off here and I'm just like go behind this tree in the middle of the trail, just like uh, dying. Uh, so I had yeah. a like, really high fever and stuff. So I just, when I got to Namche Bazaar, I spent like three or four extra days there, which gave me a lot of time to acclimatize. I never had any problems after that because you're staying at like yeah. 10,000 feet or 12,000 feet or something for a while. So that gives your body a ton of time to adjust if you get Oh, sick. and you're already dealing with so much pain being so sick that... Yeah, you're not really sure what. Maybe you just <laughs> had altitude sickness and they gave you shits. Yeah, I don't know. Oh my no. god, yeah, I no didn't way. have that. But yeah, the, the the stomach sickness came back. Oh, I had I had it like three times. The last time was so bad. I, I was in this hostel in Pokhara, and I remember uh, I was on this the top bunk of this bed, and I just laid in the bed for pretty much five days straight. I would take ibuprofen whenever I wanted to sleep because you shouldn't take too much ibuprofen i guess it's bad for you but also my fever was so high i was like i need to i need to be able to sleep and sometimes i get up 
try to walk and I just remember like my vision kind of turning black. <laughs> yeah, okay, time to sit down again. Yeah, man. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That's something. a real thing, buddy. Yeah, and I, I had this dream. Had this dream with this uh, death came to me in a female like beautiful woman as like death incarnate, and we danced in this dream and she wow. was like you're you're gonna come with me now and i was like no nah, i'm not ready to come with you and she was like wow. are you sure your life is only gonna head downhill from here <laughs> and then she laughed Holy. wow yeah. did you tell anyone about that experience that's really yeah. touching yeah. that's a <laughs> that's, pretty- that's a very visual psychedelic sickness experience kind of crazy yeah anyway so that was that was nepal all the all mostly the bad parts of nepal it was a great time it was like the one of the best summers of my life but <laughs> those are all the bad yeah, parts fucking all them years ago that's <laughs> awesome that's so well traveled and that's yeah. like that that initial well that initial travel that's like a big freaking crazy jump that's like when the real learning happens because i don't know the other westernized countries they're a little bit different but yeah they're nothing like that they're nothing like oh yeah you go to europe it's the way you live so similar to the u.s yeah mm-hmm. but you were like Spain, France. because of the language and yeah. how true. they roll that's and true yeah it is things and stuff like that it's yeah. totally different but it's also not yeah. overly intensely like the total food bugs that we have in our stomach like our gut biome can't even handle what they're doing yeah there's not enough poison on it like in our western society how we yeah <laughs> put a whole bunch of chemicals on our fruit to help them grow but um well traveled traveled with mom got yeah. into a couple festivals and then what what about your breakdown after croatia like you just went to a few festivals man in a row yeah that was probably and that was probably yeah hey we were like we i think we found some dope someone found dope on the ground or at least i smoked it at a movie theater someone offered it, us to s- smoke that yeah yeah those yeah yeah those guys <laughs> yeah went and watched well uh, i think i was i was sitting with some old people i think for that <laughs> that time but true i heard about the i heard about i thought it was the whole f- True, true, true. I heard the whole film, or sorry, I thought during the entire film it was going to be like an episode of Black Mirror. I just thought something fucked up was going to happen. And was I oh, right? Yeah, because like, Tarantino, yeah. <laughs> yeah, and just being really stoned. I'm like, oh man, this is weird. We're just chilling. Like, where is something? Yeah. Like, this little girl is going to fuck DiCaprio up here, or what's going to go on? Yeah, the hippie um, girl who's like, hey guys. Oh, I had a trip and it told me to kill people. <laughs> yeah, yeah, something like that. Yeah, and that's a re- that freaked me out too, because I was also yeah. high and I was thinking, <laughs> oh my god, I do drugs. Like, do I? I've had these ideas. Like, do are drugs insanely bad for people? Am I a total murderer? Are they gonna so, make me go on a murdering spree and kill Leonardo DiCaprio and dude, Brad Pitt? Because <laughs> you're just thinking the efficiency of what it is for peace is like these people are the problem so they must die they yeah i need these <laughs> i need these people to die it only makes sense oh yeah i can't see it any it's other the way only way <laughs> oh god one way thinking but with psychedelics but that's what you're trying to get rid of um 
we also had a we also had a little molly <laughs> watching Bible yeah Space. just recreationally <laughs> yeah recreate it's always it's I, always did we call it rec- no casual that's what we called it not because rec- i was like it's kind of there have been other cases where i call it recreational but I think it was casual was the word we used <laughs> in this case. Maybe you were working on stuff and I was working on True Glue Talks and my God, did True yeah. Glue Talks ever used to take me a lot for editing because I did all the fucking music with it. But um, now, oh, I ended up having some uh, Molly last night. <laughs> cool. Casual, very casual. Just like casual. you were not in a setting that people would typically have it. Just like us, just doing a little bit of work and watching a little bit of internet. You do that too. So I think we were pretty quiet and just saying like, how do you feel? Yeah, definitely feeling it. Yeah, cool, cool. <laughs> Keep doing that. And then cool. it's like, well, are we ready for a break? Let's watch some Final Space. And then me yesterday, and this is what my buddy said in the Czech Republic all the time. He said he never works so efficiently until he tries working with molly or uh on some sort of amphetamine like that because he just has so much passion and is so into everything he's doing and all he's doing is like responding to people uh who have internet issues or like system issues and for me i was yeah i was just getting visual art done and just feeling great about it all and there's no there's no second guessing if this is bad and then Oh yeah, it's so nice well. that, to be able to have that. Oh yeah, because that, that, that's such that is a thing that comes in so often when working. It's like, oh, I'm doing this thing, but is this? I, I find that so often. I'm I'm just if I could just do the thing and employ it and not worry about if it works or not. Mm. You just create, it's create, turn create, out and then as after good you as create, it'll be. yeah, exactly. It's just like create as much as possible, and then in hindsight, go back and maybe kind of edit like have two different selves and kind of allow one <laughs> one to just go and they have to hold the other one back for a while maybe mm. yeah just keep creating and then you like you'll just nail it sometimes yeah. and oh, for sure. through time no matter what the skills are going to build and yeah et cetera. Et cetera. so yeah. after the festivals after croatia dubrovnik yeah what kind of breakdown <laughs> did you have so yeah i was hanging out with this guy uh we this went mathematician distant like you weren't broke you got your paycheck you were all right yeah in croatia i was was great covid happening nope no it was it was beautiful it was incredible it was like the best time to be there super super great temperature went Mm. cliff diving with this guy we we like we split some molly it was a great time (laughs) 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 and then i went back to the hotel and i was cooking myself some curry as as one does you know and as one should as one should i was like really putting my love and my heart and soul into this curry this this guy comes up and he's like oh it smells so good and then he starts talking about how he didn't eat and i was like well i have a lot some extra curry do you want some curry he's oh man that'd be so sweet do you want anything i was like ah, i'm probably fine. He's like I'll, I'll get you some wine from the from the store if you want i was like i guess i haven't like i haven't been drinking in a long time i might as well might as well just drink some wine with these guys. They seem pretty chill. So it was him and his four friends. So I got blackout drunk. The only thing I remember is is like sitting on the bathroom floor of this hostel, throwing up into the toilet bowl. And there were people that were trying to get in. Great. Just great, man. Yeah. So good. Learning. (laughs) 
learning experiences and <laughs> so great yeah and all these strangers who uh, don't know who i am and they're having to take care of me now and i feel in hindsight i was like oh god and then other people apparently had to clean up my vomit which is a horrible thing <laughs> that, I had, that i did to people i can't can't believe i did that but i just woke up the following day had these like very foggy memories of these things happening and i felt horrid both physically and also mentally and then i like got over that still in this kind of funky headspace went up on this wall then this they'd have this dubrovnik wall walk so you're up on the wall uh you can see the whole city see the sea it's really beautiful and then there were all these tourists up there with me like the i'm a tourist too but (laughs) like all these people i had my camera i was taking pictures all these other people next to me taking the exact same pictures i'd stop i'd take a picture person behind me would stop take the exact same picture looking out over taking the and I was just like, I, I went up to this window and I was looking out over these kids playing soccer. And I was just like, okay, I, I want to be, I want to be, I want to bring myself here. I want to like somehow get past this feeling of everything I'm doing is like constructing. It felt like I was just constructing this persona. Like the only reason why I was in this place was to construct this persona that was going to be publicly viewed on Instagram or something. Oh, dude. Uh, alongside all these other people who are doing the exact same thing, this constructing of this persona that is only viewed online. Yeah. That's just like, look at me. I, I'm doing these cool things. I want to say for yeah. that, it is true though, because some people yeah. won't do the things you'll do and you are building it. You are there. Like you could eat some of the piece of the wall if you want, if that'll make you feel connected enough, <laughs> but you are actually there having the physical evidence and having an Instagram page that shows you doing that too. Yeah. There are so many people in the world that, do that as well but not as many that don't do that i think you're still being a little you're being proactive in building yourself in doing just that and like just more time spent and just doing that if you continue it for the next 29 years that'll be fucking nuts that'll be insane yeah and our um if you had pictures of it all too holy crap I think I was just, just in this create, create, create. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And I was just in this place where I was finding myself. I, f- I felt like everything I had done, it it wasn't necessarily true, but I felt like everything I, in this moment, I thought everything I was doing in the moment and everything I'd done re- in that recent time was very surface level. And it was, I was missing depth. I was missing this like meaning or whatever that, that I was looking connection. for. Yeah, yeah exactly. Can, like, like legitimate. It, there's learning steps and we're how old we are and we've done whatever amount of traveling we've done. And there's certainly a step between leaving your country and going to another place in a hostel. And then, Oh God, the next level up is like getting bored of the experience of being in a hostel. I get it so much where people just want to get fucked up in a new country, in the hostel, stay there. They don't even look into what's going on around. They don't even know what events are going on. They don't even know what possible thing they could be missing because they're just maybe trying to bring home with them or trying to make themselves comfortable through the an yep. old ritual that us humans have. And there's booze in every goddamn planet and in all of our rituals in every place. Everyone's got this homemade something and they're always sharing it. And it's very human and oh, I yeah. don't feel bad about enjoying booze, but... Um, it gets but every night if you do the same thing over and over again just, con- okay 
we're going to go clubbing in this place with new people. And it's really cool to see all these new people and meet them. But if every night it's the same process of getting fucked up, going to a club, coming back, crashing, sleeping in really late, waking up, feeling kind of hungover, drinking again, going out with people, getting really fucked up, coming back. Oh, man. We're first world <laughs> problems, man. This is fucking amazing. That sounds yeah, amazing. I know. It's, inc- so it's, many it's incredible. Yeah. Yeah. And I did it. To for, be able to I did do it. that. I did it for a long time. I did it for a few months. I mean, when I was first traveling with a friend from college, we went for a whole like, I thought, well, it was, it wasn't that long. It was only like 12 days, but 12 days in a row of that. And, and it was a great time. But I think especially after the and festivals. You, yeah. You age. Yeah. You get to the step and then it's like, well, man, no, no. I yeah. simply use this place for somewhere to sleep cheaper than a hotel. And I am going to be working on my fitness and learning about the agriculture in this area. Oh, yeah. goodness. And I One think, example, I'm, I oh, met a girl it, yeah. t- talking to homeless people and looking into how they deal with homelessness in different areas to be able to bring that back to her country where they were suffering from a lot of homeless people. And she would walk around the streets and go to the volunteer at the food um, the soup kitchens and stuff and really get a grip on like what people are doing differently in places for their homeless people. This is how she was traveling. She would just go to hostel like every once in a while she would go to these places, record her information to then come back to her home city to have all this info to be apply it to the city, potentially make money from it. But also every second night, third night, boogieing down, shaking down, you know, getting down with Colin. Oh yeah. Not that I was so cool or anything, but yeah, (laughs) that was a cool, that was a cool, uh, that was a great way to travel. That's yeah. I I dig that so much. And I think more so and more so now, I I just like to specify really fast too, because although I had this mental breakdown, I think, and for me, this was not a thing that was good for my lifestyle. I'm not trying to attack anyone who does find value in this. And I, I think that everyone's, it's all internal. There's so much internally motivated stuff that is might appear exactly the same externally and you will never know the difference because because mm. a lot of actions what is everyone speak. standing there for exactly yeah like people Maybe could they're... everyone might be taking the pictures that i was taking because they like had family at home who was like hey i really want to see your picture and it's all coming from a place of love of wanting to share with family and friends and Mm. and like just like caring about other people completely it's a great way to look at it yeah but for me it was not that (laughs) which was which was something that was worth recognizing but i love that like you're talking about your friend like having these projects and this is something i think more and more is having some sort of project or something that's like okay i'm going to this place i want to either do this cool thing or learn this cool thing or like serve in this way or something like that and create something that is make something out of it like i don't, I don't know i love That's, it when it yeah takes me around the world too because getting around the world just seems to be kind of great and kind oh, of yeah. super educational and super creative flowing for understanding how different people even do something then you get a new idea of how you can do something and it's just in your repertoire of oh for sure all that all that creation getting yeah getting like i feel i felt that already in like high school with facebook in why am i even posting stuff why yeah am i i'm still not back on facebook i don't know i just promote people want to be friends they're gonna find out what i'm doing and what i'm doing is they're creating i just want to create and promote that and uh 
do the odd shout out of like who's in the town <laughs> can i talk to you or do you oh, yeah. want to throw down yeah i mean the tools are so useful for good things is that selfish because i don't in the spirit well, of it i might not be selfish. on the device for people to do that too we're all selfish actually in the i end, think selfish but... isn't inherently bad though is the thing like you can be like because communicate like breathing right like just comparing it to, I, I like to compare everything to breathing kind of, because you have to say comparing like breathing and inhaling, you're taking in things from around you. And then maybe like when you're exhaling, you're giving things back to the world, but you can't continue. It's, you have to do both. You have to both, you have to both take and also give, you can't just keep giving, 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 and you can't continue taking, 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 or else it's just not, it's just not possible. You get full up. Daniel, that is fucking awesome that's a great thing to say yeah and that's a I mean, cool way to think about it and also just there are so many things that are like this interaction for instance is selfish because i enjoy it but hopefully you also yes. enjoy it and your audience enjoys it or it's good for other people too so i mean avoiding things just because we find them pleasurable i think is <laughs> i don't know mm. Mm. yeah i'm not sure us we're um if you're i guess Buddhist, i just stopped seeing <laughs> Yeah, I stopped seeing pleasure in Facebook or seeing pleasure in people giving a shit about what I have to do or something or yeah, didn't see value in the likes or yeah, or why am I taking uh, it was getting deep like I'm doing things and going out to be able to take the picture like I'm even launching myself from my bed to go to that place to get the yeah. picture. I have to make it to this place. Yeah. To, post it on a thing which is a creation of yourself and is an image and usually a great one man i keep seeing so oh yeah and i just messaged a new girl who was in my brother's house and we're, we're friends on facebook and god that just it's never gonna end is it where you add a facebook friend get another one and another one and then they kind of just pile up and yeah <laughs> Everyone just looks great in their Facebook photos, man. It's like, holy oh, shit. Yeah, yeah killing well, it. Well, social comparison is definitely, I mean, I was doing this, uh, when I, when COVID first started, uh, I was like, oh, because I, I just got back from, from, from like traveling and stuff. I was sitting at home. I saw this class that was advertised by Yale, like Coursera online. It's called, I think, uh, the Psychology of Wellbeing was the name of the course. And it was talking about all these scientific results between behind how you can be happy like gratitude and all these other like things that just sound so trite and so uh so cliche when you say them like practicing gratitude being kind <laughs> like mm. uh and what was yeah uh yeah just just stuff like that and uh i forgot where i was going with this train of thought it was related to what you just said and now i lost it <laughs> but, dang well the depth damn. of it two people being yeah. kind and being grateful like if you stop yeah. thinking about yourself and where yourself is at but instead thinking of yourself and being happy where it's at yeah that's i still practice. feel conflicted about this class too i don't feel like completely because part of me is like well i only get in the mindset of where i'm like seeking actively something like that if i'm not feeling perfectly content and happy in the first place mm. Mm. so i think there's a balance there for sure but it keeps it there though i think it keeps it up there yeah. when you just as long as you realize like you slept in a bed and you woke up you got a light switch it's got power uh you got food and your fridge isn't yeah. broken and everything's 
just those thoughts are the gratitude. I've already yeah. said four, five, but people yeah. just roll through and they're, I don't even know what the hell. You wake up, what are you thinking? You're like, I want, I want some ass. Roll over, <laughs> yeah. pornhub.com. <laughs> yeah, fuck That it. is a way to live. That, 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 that is a that. great way to, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think, I mean, attention, right? Like, attention is, someone said this and I liked it, so I'm going to quote them. <laughs> I don't remember who it was. Attention is a form of worship in the sense that you, whatever we give our attention to, I mean, we have to give our attention to something, and that can either be something like gratitude or kindness or bettering the world in some way, or it can be, wow, things are such shit right now. I can't go outside without wearing a mask and feel like I'm not being selfish. I can't, I can't go and play with my friends outside and go get fucked up and cl- club, club and stuff and travel. This sucks. I can't believe that this happened to me. This is horrible. Or, you know, I can say, well... This is a situation, but I'm super lucky to be in a place like Colorado with mountains and my family and <laughs> lots of, uh, yeah. I can play video games with friends online. Like, it was just a lot of fun. We can go raid some dungeons and <laughs> cool games mm. that I haven't checked out. What, uh, what video games are you playing? Uh, recently, I got back into Civilization, Civ, Civ Five. was something I played in high yeah. school and now I'm playing with some friends. Uh, there's this yeah. really cool open world RPG called Outward. It's kind of similar to World of Warcraft. Uh, yeah, playing with a buddy. I was so fun, yeah. hooked to that game before. <laughs> love being a druid, love transforming into the different creatures as appropriate. Oh, yeah. I love the exploration. I love having an open world, especially since we can't go outside right now. <laughs> having like... Yeah. <laughs> True. How locked down are you? Worlds. Where you are? Are you in the small town of 20,000 again? That yeah, shall yeah. not be named. Yeah, Montrose, Montrose Colorado. Am I allowed yeah. to say that? <laughs> yes. <laughs> cool. <laughs> <laughs> That's much as Colorado. Uh, it's yeah, it's small. It's really it's, locked down there with twenty thousand people. Like no, there's gaps so, in the street. Like you can just go hike a mountain, can't you? Yeah, yeah. So I mean, it's it's color. It's Western Colorado. A lot of people here don't necessarily think coronavirus exists. <laughs> sometimes I think, mm, and for are, sure. are like not wearing masks and uh, outside. A yeah, lot man. of people aren't don't care at all. I'm They're, I'm coughing on people. It's it's better that way. Uh, cool the immune system up. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> just kidding I'm, I'm taking some precautions but <laughs> because it's like i don't know i can be i can be happy without with like going wearing a mask if i go to walmart and feel <laughs> feel like mm. i'm at least not if there is a problem at least i feel like i'm not doing Part something <laughs> yeah or like but, but not... yeah we can get out really easily which is cool like go fishing go hiking which is really sweet yeah yeah. Fucking. Uh, Are you actually coughing yeah. on people? Do you go out and just like <laughs> stop people in the street and cough on them? Hell no. I don't <laughs> cough no, ever out of my elbow. Ever. That's stupid okay. to ever yeah. like get that. Um, I am a phlegmy boy though, which is unfortunate. So that's a little bit nasty these days. Um, yeah. Everyone's just more caught up in how things any health things, anything that yeah. can be, any two people doing anything. I just touched the common door to get into this apartment. Haven't been in an yeah. apartment since. Ew, ew, what the <laughs> fuck? How many people could have touched this? Well, it's one uh. of those things, too. It's such a slippery slope. Like, like it's good to care, but if I start caring too much, then I'll get paranoid about germs that are going to come and take over the mm. world and kill you everyone. You can't live your life. 
Yeah, it's which crazy is though. Some people have died. I thought about it again running through a running through a field today. I just yeah. thought, you know, some people have actually died. Some yeah. people do have some right to be afraid. I'm I'm really casual and chill about things yeah. right now. Yeah. Yeah. I know hey. I know like four or five people that, that have gotten it. So just like talking to them, it always reminds me I'm like, oh wait, this feels more real when I talk to you guys. But yeah. Mm. What are you gonna ask? I never met a single person with it. Damn. Never don't know anyone and any of their friends who have it. And cool. Yeah. I'm just glad grandma and grandpa don't Oh yeah. <laughs> Same. Yeah. yeah. What are you gonna ask? You said hey. Yeah. I wanted to say with digital nomad life yeah was there any like downsides or is it something that everyone should strive for or is it something that you like to do how did you fall into your position cool yeah so uh i was senior year of college going through the grind not really sure what i wanted to do with my life part of me was like yeah maybe grad school after that seems kind of cool part of me was grad like maybe i'll sell out go to SSF. Grad school is it after yeah after, after bachelor's. four or five years something like that yeah so yeah, i would have yeah. gotten my bachelor's uh and then applied to grad schools taken some standardized tests gone for another five six years probably be more entrenched in the system feel Holy the need shit. to get an adjunct position and then try to get tenured and then i'm 45 and <laughs> yeah have yeah. what i wanted in life <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> so but that was an instead, idea but instead, so I had this friend that called me. I'd actually, I think the day before, I'd had this like really intense trip, <laughs> which is kind of crazy. It was just like, because things had been, I was just like in this headspace of very like, like what am I doing with my life? And then this friend called me oh. out of the blue the day after and was like, hey, I have this job. Yes. Do you want it? Thank you, friend. Yeah. And uh, Kevin, who's a cool guy, he graduated a year before me. Yeah. Uh, works worked for this he actually thanks kevin doing something different he's doing a journalism job now but he called about this job uh with a company called nreca which does kind of electrical engineering slash software development he was like it's a pretty cool job chill you can work remotely boss is really cool guy do you want me to try to get you an interview i was like sure mm. so start working so part-time you, what made you qualified or what made him know that you could get a, that job uh, so, how do I get that job? <laughs> yeah, so we so we we were at we were at school together. Uh, he was a physics physics major for a while, and then uh, took one computer science course, and then became a music major. Part like uh, two years in, part of the way through, uh, graduated. Really Legend. wanted to do journalism. Relatable. Uh, landed this job. Love him. Yeah, just found this job online. Applied for it. Got it. Uh, I took like three computer science courses, two of which were. Uh, like helps in the position totally. and did math i guess which is good on a resume mm-hmm. to get a technical stemmy job so yeah but yeah i get, just got an interview got hired started working part-time while i was still at school graduated yep, yep. i was like can i keep working remotely and he said sure so he's been doing it ever since um any downsides man uh too much time sitting down no no so i mean it depends on i think everyone's different obviously and what they want and and what leads to a productive life that feels well lived uh there are some people who i think really love interacting with people and relationships is like a really important thing to them 
I think that if that's the case, it'd be good to have a partner or friends or something that have a similar gig that you can travel with. Cause that's oh, maybe yeah. the one downside is it can get lonely sometimes just going from place to place. You can meet people everywhere and really connect with them. Like we connected yeah. really easily in Croatia, but, Oh yeah. But it is, it is a little bit lonely sometimes, but yeah, that goes with every kind of traveling. Cause it's all yeah. about what you want to do. If you want to grab a, girl or follow one you can do that because you bring your computer and there's wi-fi exactly. everywhere yes so exactly it's it's ultimate freedom which is really cool and lonely it's great life for me you want to be lonely yeah <laughs> yeah great life for me i, I mean this, I, uh, I have no complaints i'm gonna keep doing it indefinitely yeah awesome i had uh someone just he just railed into me in ho chi minh city walking up and down the busiest street. I love just walking up and down that street. It's insane. So much energy. Or the big busiest party street. It's the loudest fucking place. You need earplugs like walking down the street. It's just like competing noise and it's just so intense and if you Damn. can score some drugs down there that'd be cool, but it's mostly just nangs and uh booze and people just splurging cool. money and acting cool. I actually got a set down there and being a white guy, I got a lot of pictures getting taken i mean they're like look at this guy uh, djing here anyway <laughs> cool this guy we just i don't even know what the heck he just knew that i spoke english said something we just went walking we walked up and down this street over and over and he's like what are you looking for and i'm like well yeah love sometime and then he's like well have you ever invited anyone with you because there's like a million girls in the world that would love to be doing what you're doing. They just need oh, yeah. the invitation. And I'm like, oh, shit. <laughs> yeah. Bugger. Like, I never just thought to, I don't know, just invite someone along the way. I've always that's, just. That's true with so many going. things, I think. Like, I think we all, I, I feel like we all kind of feel these weird insecurities and we're like, oh, I feel weird about this thing and I kind of want this. But, but also, do you want this? I'm not sure. And I don't want to be weird. I don't mm. want to be like that, that weird pervert that's like sitting at the back of the, yeah, we yeah. all know that one guy who's just like, who's just like stares and just like, like, just really like, <laughs> <laughs> I just like imagining, I, I always have these like, <laughs> I just like, I imagine myself as that guy and I'm like, Oh no, I can't, I can't, people can't perceive me that way. But then I think there, there's so many insecurities that we all feel that sometimes it's just, well, if, it requires someone to kind of overcome that barrier and say, and just be like, okay, I don't care to some extent. Obviously I don't want to hurt you <laughs> as, as much as I can, Something, but the invitation's some, here and I don't care what you think, but it's here. Yeah. Something yeah. happens that it becomes more important to deliver that invitation more than your own discomfort. I mean, maybe you're just comfortable enough moving. And I'm talking from me myself. Yeah. Learning, learning words oh, as same, I'm saying yeah. them and learning about myself as i'm saying them and uh well one of the things lately and i just talked to this girl here about it just it never really came to me but i'm like there's an idea of going for a bike trip down to mexico and that amount of energy is a lot you got to pedal lots and it's lots of days and it'd be fucking incredible you'd learn a lot you'd see a lot of people lots of years would be had uh lots to talk about i'd probably be doing the podcasting on the road and awesome awesome but then i'm like well if i want like a future with someone i gotta shape this and i'm like what if we didn't go for a bike trip and we just had kids and we 
where like you're excited about that yeah or try to have a kid you're excited about that and i'm kind of excited about that it's like just like the bike trip you don't have it's not all set in stone you don't know what the hell is gonna happen you don't know it's just an idea of how it can be and what it could be and it's kind of like if you can put that excitement and that energy within the next eight months of you planning a bike trip, getting yourself in, getting yourself ready for it, doing it, being on it with someone, then why don't you just do that and talk about having a child and getting like just things you would imagine, things you would want to set up, start fucking without a condom. <laughs> okay things are kind of expected (laughs) to be at a certain time what are your values here it's just all work but in a different way and then you're excited i think it might be the best way to have a child because if you're both excited about it when it comes out of the world comes to the world you're both there excited or working on it or maybe you'll just get anxious as fuck because you'd be like man am i gonna be good enough (laughs) create 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 oh for sure yeah (laughs) Yeah, just keep. Don't think about it too much, man. Great, yeah, great, I know. Great, yeah, because you start worrying, then you're like, then, then I'm like, wait, if I have a kid, will I be ready? Eighteen years of potentially <laughs> raising them. Like, what? Am I gonna? Am I gonna burn out like halfway through? And just like, ah, I'm done being a parent. <laughs> just go, uh, <laughs> go uh, off. Like, I am I gonna feel? <laughs> yeah, I don't think I could ever do that. I it got handed down to me from my dad. Just the non-abandonment thing. I think it. Yeah fucked up my parents relationship in a lot of ways like they kind of stayed together just for us and maybe i don't know you know they could say it better but yeah in the spirit of not abandoning the kids and that's the only thing that matters potentially they didn't put enough work in themselves and caused a lot of drama and it is one of those new experiences though that like you can't at least i don't think it's possible for me to fathom what it would actually be like until doing it it's like Apparently. If you're going cliff diving for the first time or climbing a mountain for the first time or going to a music festival for the first time, obviously oh, there can man. be all these concerns of what if I hit my head on the rocks of the cliff jumping down and die or what if I like That'll slip on you. the snow and die or <laughs> what if I like overdose on something and die. It's, 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 but if you live in that mentality all the time, you're never going to do anything. If there's, if there's this fear of... Absolutely. The yeah. fear... And then those are the people who aren't on that cliff taking that photo on the wall. And you're the one who's actually there realizing, yeah. but then you uh, take it a step further. Well, you're just yeah, so many. <laughs> so freaking many out. I, not there's. the fear is not, a, ca- cannot be helpful in some situations, I think. Like be, becoming completely, completely without fear. I don't know. I think fear is a very powerful motivator if used in the right way or if like taken in the right way or sometimes sometimes also the reason why i do things is because of fear like i was initially terrified of things like cliff diving before i went the first time and like mm. climbing a mountain but then you do it and you're like wait i kind of i like conquered this and now i feel like it's not as bad as mm. i thought and there's things really cool. that are yeah. scary why are they scary did they end up scary because everyone was telling us that yeah. they all oh, the bad things that can happen or <laughs> yeah where did it sink into us that we are scared of these things? It's like everyone's just being like, oh, you can't. No, you wouldn't want to do it with that. No way. Yeah. Like, and what fear you... is justifiable and what fear is just kind of there that we, hmm. that's just there and has no reason for it being there. But we still just have it. 
and we and we rationalize it to ourselves without what do you mean justifiable reason. like okay so i'm afraid of heights and it's like the why is that yeah. the justifiable well like, i guess why where can like you confirm bio- biologically fear the purpose of fear is to keep us alive if we want mm. if we want to say that the goal is to stay alive maybe maybe, yeah. maybe that doesn't need to be the goal because we're all going to die eventually if, if we want to take it that far but some people die in my past life and that's where yeah. the fear of heights comes from because if yeah. i died i wouldn't be able to pass that on yeah so true. maybe it's been people dying yeah. from heights that i've seen because i certainly yeah i don't even yeah think i've had a, too much pain from heights <laughs> when i see someone uh well i guess not see in person but talk to someone who says that they went base jumping, which I think is really cool, and I might be interested in trying someday. <laughs> but they're like, "Yeah, I got to Lauterbrunnen the day before, and I was gonna go base jumping, and I was there at the base. This guy wanted me to come watch him, and his parachute failed, and he splattered all over the ground. <laughs> Just seriously like that. Like, yeah, nice, <laughs> cool. <laughs> like, yeah, I think that fear is it, having fear. I mean, ha- having fear that you that encourages you to pack your parachute right and it serves the purpose of sustaining, allowing you to Adrenaline live longer and have junkies. more cool experiences before eventually dying, I guess, at the most, <laughs> at one level, <laughs> if, if nothing else. Oh my goodness. Justifiable in the I sense wonder, of... <laughs> I wonder if that's a good way to go or not. I, Probably pretty quick. Know. Yeah. It's quicker than, quick. like, getting old and being in a nursing home for five years. And <laughs> yeah, I'm sometimes scared of that lately. Yeah. Like, if I just send it pretty hard while I'm young, like, then I can go, unfortunately, for the homies. But, mm, or just keep really pushing to be, like, a really one of those cool old people that just, hey, my boss in Australia, like, 70 years old, unloading yeah. a truck. We're, nice. he, we're working on a construction yard. He's unloading the truck, too. The guy in the cab's like, oh, man, I'm too old for that. He's, like, 45. <laughs> And my boss is like, dude, I'm 25 years older than you. You're not too old. Like, it's just your mindset. I love, one of my favorite things is when I'm like hiking or climbing a mountain or something. And there's this person who's 75 or 80 that catches up to me. Mm. <laughs> it's just like going and they're, they're like, yeah, I, I, I just climbed another two mountains this week. And this is what I love. <laughs> it's just like those people are such huge inspirations, I think. See, seeing them do what yeah. they love and not let age slow them down. And I'm sure, like, their bodies must be, it must be, there's so much more stuff mentally for them to do. Like, even just seeing their friends stop doing stuff, if it's all mindset, and just still being able to push through and say, this is what I love, this is what I want to do, and I can do it, I think is really Holy, cool. Holy, it's tricky to come, like... And then how do we, because we're young and we can slack right now, or is that yeah. the healthy way to go? Or is it like we have to work super hard right now and then our bodies will be equipped to be ready for that? Or maybe or they were the too office hard. people. Yeah, maybe they were the people who kind of just laid back and everyone else like died off because they pushed themselves too hard. <laughs> and then these guys are like, now it's my time to shine with all this excess energy I saved up over all the years. Uh, uh, <laughs> yeah. And maybe the hiking reminds them of their dead friends who died on the hills yeah maybe hey um so i taught you breathing exercises way back in the day you using that tool or experience any other yeah so meditative practices yeah uh so i got really into meditation and wim hof stuff again especially when covid started i thought i was like okay what a better time 
to do it when I was first when I was first in lockdown I was in India and for like three weeks just kind of stuck in one location very uncertain of whether or not I could go outside without getting stopped by police and maybe beaten or something (laughs) based on stuff I was seeing so I just kind of I was kind of staying in my apartment but um I was I was really I found this app called the for with Wim Hof exercises I think let me see what the app's name is really quick it is called yeah, just WHM Wim Hof Method. It's a cool app. Yeah, WHM Wim Hof Method. Yeah, it looks yeah, yeah, like... Boy, uh, boy, boy, boy. Gang, gang, gang. Shout out. Oh, you cannot see it because my phone is <laughs> outer space. But <laughs> yeah, if you That's search for it on the thing, yeah, it's really cool. Uh, but yeah, so I started breathing along with Wim on, on that, which is cool. Um, and then started doing cold showers as well, which evolved over time into now doing polar plunges in ice lakes when yes. I hike up to them, glacier lakes. Yes. It's really cool. Yeah. It's a, it's a goddamn drug. It's a goddamn oh, yeah. experience. It's yeah, a you fire do it up. once it, and you're it's like, it's good for you. Yeah. Oh yeah. And you start staying in longer and longer and you're like, wow, before I got in and my arms and legs were on fire and I felt I needed to get out and now I can just get in mm. and it's like, I know it's cold, but. I can just kind of stay in there for a, a minute or mm. so and mental swim around power, a little bit. Mental strength and, yeah. between the subconscious and conscious mind, you're yeah. like more and tough to pain and, uh, and understanding towards it. Pain being like your sensory overload and your senses. It's just, they're just freckles on the edge of your body that tell you that something is what it is. Either it's yeah. burning your skin or oh, it's for sure. very cold and freezing it. And you can... Yeah think through that shit as opposed to letting it dominate you yeah yes and slow exposure and, too is really good because over time i mean you can also just jump in and force yourself to stay in <laughs> but mm. but i think too one thing i've recognized is like i started just taking a 15 second cold shower like at the end of my hot shower which is what they were recommended on the app what Wim recommended and it was like okay that was kind of hard for me at first just like the anticipation oh, yeah. of the cold was so great but then over time it's like okay now 26 now 30 and now i just get in it and it's something i do i feel no really no fear at all for that no sense of anticipation and it's just i've been doing cold showers for like nine years (laughs) yeah i'm so and not uh only at the end though and then i realized like there's a level of going in at the start and being yeah and just (laughs) i I haven't done that yet i'm not to that point yet (laughs) now i just do it Hey, every water's colder. This water, not that cold. It's actually yeah. crappy when it's not that cold. Oh, yeah, that's now, true. <laughs> there's stages. And I want to say the biggest breakthrough and what, like, so I catch these highs, and I'm a high chaser. I don't know. Yeah. Oh, same. Maybe whatever, human. Uh, that I is just my entire life. The, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the cold water in in the shower. And I sat there, and I did a breathing exercise, and I sat there, and suddenly oh. the water went hot. And I teleported or like astral projected under all these waterfalls in Vietnam, Australia, Canada. And I, I made it, I, I whoop in the shower. I don't know yeah. if you remember. <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah. In I Croatia. Had a, I had a freaking breakthrough and yeah. that was that moment. And from then I've noticed that like you can find heat within yourself and one yeah. other breakthrough that you got to get through and it's really hard is so you can have a cold shower yeah get turn it straight cold and this happens in slovenia ireland canada probably potentially where you are in colorado when you have it straight cold your brain starts to freeze you get that horrible brain freeze feeling and it's like the skull coldness touching your brain yeah it hurts especially so much especially when you put your head 
like your forehead Directly right under. under the water. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Man. I had that at first when I started. I was like, I, like, I want to get my whole body. I want to like make sure I keep turning so I can <laughs> get my whole body exposed yeah. as much yeah. as possible. But then I get yeah. to my head and be like, oh, brain freeze. I can't, I can't sit here <laughs> for a long time. Mm. Yeah. Mm. But over that time, that also goes away. Can go. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't know that. You said, yeah. I practiced, uh, I just did it today too. Like you just, and it's, uh, I used to do it to push myself and learn how far I could push. Now it's just kind of, I'm just chilling and doing these kind of yeah, good same. things. Yeah, <laughs> same. Vegetables, doing it like every once in a while. Honestly, every two day, two or three days, if I don't breathe, I feel less good. So yeah. I just know to breathe. And then if I don't have a cold shower, I just feel less good than if I do. If yeah. I do the cold shower, yoga, breathing, exercise, vegetables, and love making, that is a perfect day for me. And yeah. if you do that every day, you'll feel really, really good. But, That's so true. Um, and sometimes when you're not doing that stuff, it feels like, well, I'm doing other things that are valuable. Like if I'm being really productive or something, it's like, well, yeah. I should be productive. So it feels good. And like getting out of that headspace of I need to just well, I don't have time to breathe. I don't have time to meditate. I don't have time to exercise, make love. Mm. That's just, like, it's quicker to eat other stuff. I really crave this cookie right now. Like getting mm. out of that mindset, I think is one of the hardest things. But then once you, or once, like I've, I find in my life, once I start taking small steps, sometimes it's like a trampoline. You start jumping a little bit higher, a little bit higher, and you can use the momentum from each jump to propel you a little bit farther. It's kind of cool. I think, uh, it is da- like you'll get down some rabbit holes too of yeah working hard and hard and hard and thinking that that's what you need and then your body gets upset at you and you start feeling anxious or feeling broken and then you're like oh i forgot yeah. to do the thing this other that thing that i good. needed to do or <laughs> yeah. okay. there's gonna be some shifts breathing too is something that's really cool i think mm. uh and- changed my life yeah, again, Wim Hof breathing, which I, your, your listeners definitely know what that, that is at this point. Mm. I'm sure, right? Hopefully, you explained it lots. by this time, I'm trying <laughs> yeah. to tag them enough. Like. Yeah, but uh, I, I started setting goals for myself when I was doing I was like, I really want to hold my breath for five minutes. I want to make that a goal for myself, which depending wow. on how you look at it, it's like that can be, I, I think there's, so, there's some idea of like, oh, don't try to force it or whatever. But I like that idea of like, there's a goal, it's kind of play. It's There's no like... I don't have to make it very far, but I just started writing down my times and I was like, oh, maybe I was slightly less for these two days, but then, oh, now I'm back up to like four minutes again. And I got up to, yeah, I got up to, my record is four minutes and 45 seconds, <laughs> which is not quite five True. minutes, but, but like, yeah. it's crazy because when I started, I was doing 2.30, two minutes and 30 seconds. And it's a lot Holy of that is like what you're crap. talking about, just kind of pushing through slightly, just a little bit farther every time Mm -hmm. and then it's like oh i i was here before i know i can handle that because i was here last time so why not just go 10 more seconds and then and then it's easy to go 10 more seconds after that and yeah 10 more seconds oh man that's wild you're like your eyes open consciously thinking about breath holding and stuff because for me what i i was guiding people after croatia and uh into slovakia in a hostel for a couple months and uh really guiding people through like what helps relax and get into the meditation and make breath holding easy is nothingness and the nothingness is a trance where you don't even know what time it is like you 
when you consciously think about time or doing something, you are thinking about what you're doing and you yeah. are focused in the spirit of the longevity and the meditation and feeling absolute calmness. Do not hold your breath, but I say like let go of everything and channel, just channel your feeling on the inside yeah. and like even observe your heart rate and try to slow it. And that, and then like your timer's on, on your iPod. Yeah. Well, you using, know, that's, we all that's know what's thing, going on. It's one thing I've but. loved about Wim, the Wim Hof method app on my phone is like Wim says all that stuff as he's guiding you, but then also there's the timer. So it's like in the moment you can just kind of try to follow his advice and say, yes, I'm slowing down my heart. I'm focusing on the sensations, all the tingling, all the, all the, just like allowing, focusing on that part of my brain that's normally not, not activated. But then, mm. but then at the same time, there's this timer that after the fact, after coming back out of the rabbit hole, you can be like, okay, cool. This is a thing. <laughs> that it's amazing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I caught a lot of, I catch a lot of energy from him and like it, oh yeah, it teleported into me and uh, I say a lot of words like him, but I never got down with listening to him breathe i never i thought it was too fast i'm a little bit slower and a little bit longer it is, with the breaths it is fast and it is kind of weird because it's like very consistent timing and sometimes it's fun to play around with it a little bit mm. more and kind of just like feel yeah oh feel what your body we were wants. doing that a lot yeah and i was uh i was getting into that a little more instead of the ritual of it but uh it is good to push yourself and going fast is getting a lot more oxygen exchange and is a meditation and it's hard and it's like good to do the hard things once in a while. Cause you realize like, if you can do that, you can do the other hard yeah. things. Like there's this Ted the talk. There's this Ted talk online of this guy who held his breath for 16 minutes. I think holds the world or he held the world record at some point in the relative uh, recent past. Wow. But yeah, I mean just him talking about his training process too, where he would do something similar, much more like he focused on breathing out though. So like where whim you whim encourages you to go and then kind of just, you know, like let out gently. This guy was like hyperventilating. Yeah. So <gasps> for he would do that for a minute straight and then he'd hold his breath for five minutes and then he'd do it for a minute straight and then hold his breath for five minutes and he'd do that for an hour every day while he was training for the world record, which is really wow. crazy. <laughs> yeah. Holy jumpins. Every, yeah, man, do anything every day. COVID yeah. <laughs> gave me the ability to touch my feet. I was doing yoga every day. Now oh I yeah can, yeah stretching stretching is so cool touch my touch my legs ah it's just yeah balances you out so it's uh if you want to be able to use your body and the muscles in it and not feel like pain with it and feel yeah. like i don't know more clean efficient energy running body if you just stretch it out equal oh, yeah. it out fix the knots it works so much better for me Oh, same. Yeah. I pulled, I, uh, I pulled a muscle in my, I, I think it was my ACL of outer leg thing. Uh, mm. right before I, I think last spring, like last March or April. And that stuck with me throughout up, up until like July or August. I kept, I felt it after actually, after we were in Croatia, it came back a bit when I was in Albania hiking. And I met this, uh, physical therapist from Chile who taught me these three stretches to do. And I've done them I tried to do them at least three times a week and I haven't had any problems ever since then, even with continuing to hike and stuff, which has been yes. stretching. So people, good. <laughs> man, so valuable. These people on the planet. Oh, for sure. The person, yeah. I'm, the person I'm staying with right now is learning Chinese medicine and it's so badass. The spirit of it 
and I say spirit because it's all about flow, energy, and chi, and hitting nerve points. And like, I apologize to people if I don't know what it's about. But in the spirit of it, I believe she was describing that when you have a patient, you talk to them and you live live with them, listen to them in the moment, but you don't subjugate or like categorize anything. You could have had eight people come in with the same thing because there's this thing going on. But every single person, you actually just like listen and be with them in the moment and feel their body. She describes yeah. that the body works like rivers and everyone's is shaped a bit different. And like there should be just even energy flows and she'll just start at a point and follow it down and she'll then hit a rock in the river and she'll be like huh. well that's a rock that's not the issue yet we will examine everything but that is something just noted noticed noticed not going to judge this human oh yeah there's that rock that those other eight people had noticed not categorizing just flowing with what is happening and Sounds going like to a, recommend we have how meditating to help the flow. Almost. yeah yeah she sounds almost just like that noting and not trying to suspend judgment as much as possible but just kind of like saying this is a thing that exists noted it was wild we yeah she tried to do like a little session on me and it was like meditating because i was trying to be analytical or using a lot of words to describe why something might be something some way She's like, no, stop, Colin. All I'm saying is let me know when you feel something tell, and describe the feeling. And that was it. So then she's feeling yeah. my passageways. I have a bit of issues on the left side of my body right now. And she, then I just say, this feels like there's a rock that you're pushing into the corner of my foot. It feels like you're pushing, and that could be described as like a knot that someone's just, and it, I just feeling. And then she's like, mm, like she already feels it. And she just yeah. hears me and it kind of just helps the whole situation. It's not saying like that is from how I run and I use my right foot more. You can't, you can't yeah. say that it could, that could be wrong. You don't know, feel everywhere. And then, and then like decide through like ex experience sort of, but your body is different from everyone else's. Like maybe you need to run that way to be okay. And what's actually doing it is like, you're just having some problems with your kidneys actually. Yeah. <laughs> Which was crazy. Cause, uh, there's thoughts of that in this Chinese medicine, acupuncture and this energy flow thing where there, this is just a hot spot on the outside of your body that identifies that this is your kidney. This is your kidney. This is your yeah. stomach. So this is, this is what's, there's some things going on. That's it. And this is why. And it was amazing. Yeah. And I love that. It's really, it's really useful, especially I think like having that attitude in a time like this with, with like COVID, like I remember when it mm. first slightly less so now, but when I first heard about it and was thinking about it a lot, I had like a slight sore throat one day and it was so easy for me to start thinking, do I have coronavirus? Is is, is a sore oh, throat yeah. a symptom of coronavirus? If I'm going to Walmart today it totally to, is. to buy something and I have a sore throat. If I have coronavirus, I am potentially exposing 
50 to 100 people to coronavirus now. And it's just like, it's so easy then to start once, once you like get into that, that thought, it's easy to start kind of just looping and stay there and not <laughs> that anxiety and like the rumors and like yeah. being a good Samaritan and yeah, things exactly. like that. Yeah. How do we not though? Like we're uneducated. We don't fucking yeah. know. No, just have to they, trust someone. <laughs> the Chinese medicine girl or anyone like that too, probably felt, felt the same shit. Like they don't exactly know. They're just, yeah feeling themselves and then what they would then do is just i think try to self-help try to keep self-loving and keep remembering what their body how their body works and what helps them with a sore throat and what differences has been have been in their life could have just come from stress could have been from talking online so much could have been from sitting around and drinking nothing but pepsi and not water to then just have a dry throat and then it causes a little bit of tickling and infection. Then you're like, motherfucker, I got coronavirus. Yeah. (laughs) Not again (laughs) for the third time. (laughs) Oh God. It's now for sure. I got it now for sure. This is the time. The other times we're not, we're not, but this, this time is real. (laughs) I I was running by the high school and uh, it said, congratulations, grad 2020. And I'm like, yeah, people graduating this year. This is a <laughs> oh yeah, so crazy. Loose time. <laughs> yeah, I can't can't imagine what that would be like. Just Pretty crazy. <laughs> they're out of school, sort of. They did it online. Yeah, it's it's just a really cool. When it first started, time. I think I saw in Japan they had it. This was so funny. They had like uh, these these like robots that were dressed in in gowns. And for some reason, like, all the teachers were there, and there were some other people there, so it wasn't, like, people were staying away from each other, but there was a screen, and there was a student's face on the screen, and they'd hand the robot the diploma, and the teacher would, like, stand there with the robot, shake their hand, they'd take a photo with the (laughs) robot, and the... Incredible. That is unique. (laughs) Robots, man. Oh, yeah. Man loves their robots. But also... They have, like, hired women to just go, like, touch guys in, like, or just hang out with guys, not even yeah. in sexual ways, because they don't get enough, like, human contact, because a lot of working issues, Dang. which, there's a thing. Maybe a little too much robot That's, action. That is a thing. That is a thing. I might have seen on a, a video as well, like, I think some people are married to robots legally. Well. Oh, I think I saw something like that too. There was a guy who was dating a girl that was that was just in like a game, like a phone app game. And he was like, she gives that... me all the emotional support I need. And it's like, well, what is a relationship for? I guess if he feels satisfied with that, then cool. <laughs> but I can't I can't fathom yeah. it, but but like Cause cool. He gets everything <laughs> everything he needs from her, maybe. Which yeah. is kind of like she's always there. emotional support and always listening and yeah, God yeah. I know someone who like always asked him how his I day was. He used to like date his car too. Just in some remember TV. I think we used to watch TV with commercials and there were all these channels and I think I was what watching quarters. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and and phone booths. Oh, I love that. I love those shows. Yeah, where the whole house is like filled with stuff that they've just gone and Dude, hoarders. And yeah. 
but this guy or like strange ways to die or something but this guy was like sleeping with his car and that was his thing and he he died from an emotional (laughs) i don't everyone's gonna die someday there's only one way to go someday yeah yeah it would be cool it'd be cool to to die in like a a weird exciting way that people talk about for a long time rather than just like (laughs) i guess yeah why the not? Thing is, you don't get to hear about it. <laughs> that's yeah. true. That's true. But you can or if like we all died in weird, exciting. In ways. that moment, in that moment, right before that death, was the way. it's just like, wow. At least the best thing about this is people are gonna like get a kick out of this. <laughs> like, it'd, it'd be nice to be able to think that as you're dying. Just like it's like, yeah, I'm skydiving onto the Empire State Building. People are gonna talk about this for a long time. <laughs> Remember that guy? Yeah. Well, people thought they'd talk about uh, who built the pyramids and. Now That's we don't true. fucking know at all. Like, we don't know That's who true. that guy in the pyramid that they build it for is. Yeah. Oh, the aliens. God. The infiniteness <laughs> of the lives. Oh, yeah. <laughs> what, is it, what does it all mean? What are we doing? <laughs> what does it mean? Yeah. Wim Hof breathing. Yeah. Could just, have you noticed that uh, as you do self-love and um, meditation and maybe check yourself more, that you hit a level of feeling good that now that you know how good life can feel, you don't want to drop below that. You ever get yeah. into that issue? Like, oh, yeah. I wish I was just gaming and eating Doritos and, like, having gummy bears. And um, I guess it was easier back then because, oh, maybe it's still fun. Yeah. But then you get bored of the games or something. And yeah. The Doritos or I don't know. Life. Yeah, I think there's, de- there's definitely that thing of, like, I'm doing this good behavior now. And so if I let it slide for a day... I'm going to feel, even if I shouldn't feel any worse, there's a part of me that's like, come on, come on, come on, dude. You, you like, committed to this. Normally, it's more like, you little bitch, what the fuck are you saying? <laughs> like, that's, that's, really what it, that's not what the voice actually sounds like. <laughs> not, not, uh, not understandable, but, like, this voice is just, you're like... Just a li- you're just, just a little piece just of brutal. shit. Yeah, it's like, come on, you piece <laughs> of shit. Do you remember how up you were before like what are you doing with your life like get over there and meditate get over there and breathe like do the stuff that you said you were gonna do it's good for you like there is a lot of that i think i notice that in myself sometimes this and saying things like like if i think that when i first played a video game again with a friend there was that thought of like come on you you're past this you grew up you know video games are something that you do if you're if you're a kid if you like are fuck up if Mm. you if your life sucks if you're living your parents basement you know there's like that and now i'm like at home with my parents so there's kind of this weird but like <laughs> just this idea yeah, of like yeah. if you're doing this behavior it is bad but i think also this idea of good and bad is something that i'm trying to like i think habits are are good and having good habits make me feel good and i know i feel good if i go out and hike if i go out and hike two or three times a week i feel definitively better both while i'm hiking and when i'm not hiking so that's a behavior that is easy to be, be to like let be habitual, but yeah, I think overthinking, like overthinking, is such a such a big problem I deal with too. Like trying so hard to not obsess that you obsess about <laughs> not obsessing too. It's just levels upon oh levels. Oh God, of, yeah, yeah. So I wonder what the heck motivates me to do a breathing exercise, a run. It's just. Uh, I woke up today and I knew that I'm like, yeah, I'm running and I'm running farther than I usually would, but I, I didn't end up actually. I was like, yeah. holy shit, I'm out of shape. <laughs> yeah. But I ended up fucking feeling amazing because I just pushed it to some sort of 
some sort of level like got the body oh, for moving. sure yeah doing oh, something God. is always so much better it's infinitely better than doing nothing like even if i even if i'm like okay i feel really lazy i'm just gonna go on youtube find a 20 minute hit workout or 20 minute ab workout and i'm doing it with like like recent mothers on youtube it's like find this workout. i found this workout once that <laughs> was an ab workout for for women who had just given birth and i was like that's about what i'm feeling right now today and i did it and i, I felt it incredible nice. i was like yeah this is this is good this is so much better than if i had just kept watching youtube and not <laughs> not done you know this thing you know what's amazing about that man if you got like if you, one of your homies ends up like having a baby or like your future partner or something you'll like you'll have that you yeah. know you'll be like exactly. oh, i did this ab workout actually i i totally know and it's like wow he's so knowledgeable yeah he knows so much <laughs> world traveler crazy yeah the things you learn while you're while you're traveling the world <laughs> and Can stuck we inside during store all this information though like <laughs> yeah we do see it and it is subliminally in us and like everything that happens around us does happen to us and it is yeah. us but can we freaking remember that information when we need it that's i think i mean, there's so much there's so much thought i mean okay uh Ugh. we've both gotten we've both gotten really into duncan trussell recently i think based yeah. on what i've heard from oh you yeah and what i've midnight gospel was like hands down most like thought-provoking thing i have seen in the past oh man you make me want to watch it like now like, long, yeah it's so so crazy i've rewatched i've rewatched most of the episodes i rewatched the one with his mother with my mom and listened to his podcast oh, with my mom too. Sure, such a crazy experiment sure yeah but like also so she was going to the dentist she took me um just to a park next to her dentist's office. We were just in the car listening to the podcast. And then I was just like in the park, having listened to this really in the hot headspace of like kind of thinking about death and just like internalizing that, that idea of being present, all the stuff that his mom talks about super insightful woman. Um, oh yeah. Like it's crazy energy. Yeah. But I look up to Duncan Trussell a lot. Like, yeah. or he makes me feel comfortable because yeah. I think a lot like he does, or I just feel like which people might get from me sometimes or what I, I feel some people get from me is when yeah. I just go on some sort of rant or I come to the dive into my emotions to give someone an emotional response to some something. It's like when he does it, it he just makes so much sense in responding to the people he talks to that I feel yeah. like I'm him. Like, he feels like me, but 20 years older. And yeah, because he's this amazing. creator also doing podcasts. <laughs> and yeah. I was thinking of I was thinking of you, too. when I when I started listening to him, I think something else I love about him is he's unapologetically himself all the time. Like, and he's always there, mm -hmm. whatever, whoever he's talking to. He he's always like very involved in the conversations, it seems like. And he's like there to learn and just such a cool energy about him. I think mm -hmm, like, mm -hmm. such a cool guy. Got a righteous way. And yeah. someone said, even like people were recommending him to me and I didn't even know that yeah. they were all so right until I was listening. And then what they said is his religion is well said or he is solid about his religion is what they told yeah. me. And I'm like, what the fuck? Like this guy, Duncan Trussell family hour, it's just going to be fucked up like yeah i'm gonna religion. turn into some cult guy like when i hear the word religion, like all these idiots yeah <laughs> when i hear the yeah. word religion it's an instant like 
I think we had I think we had a we had an experience in in Croatia too. I remember. I think I heard you say something like bonding, <laughs> and, and I said that, and you were like bonding, and it, we had this moment that was just kind of like because I also kind of feel that way about that word, and religion is another word that I feel that way about. I hear the word religion, and I'm just like. Yeah, like you were saying, culty, like not. <laughs> what was yeah. the what was the thing about bonding? I think you're it like was cooking. You just the cooking. word of bonding, like yeah, it is. Uh, like it was an effort towards something we were doing because we needed it, would potentially yeah. make me feel uncomfortable. Like also oh, this connotations guy, like, for me a that are like, partner? That are like like I might be leaving. Yeah, yeah. Either or, either that or like the Blood Brothers thing, where like you like say <laughs> just like. Or like the, the movie where, where you commit to killing people because you had a trip Ooh. that said you need to kill people with your blood brother. <laughs> anyway. Yeah. yeah. One, thing, one thing, you're like having a great psychedelic trip in a really cool room with great speakers and great incense and like nice wavy tapestries and like everything's really cool. The next minute, you're like totally blood brothers and like going to kill all the people <laughs> who need to yeah. die because he thinks it. Jeez, and even in that, that moment, you're probably like still just chilling, having a great time. It's only after you actually kill people that you're like, maybe that was a bad idea. <laughs> Do you think that might have been mm. a bad idea? Oh, fuck. <laughs> oh, the blood on your hands from other people. People are saying that that was a bad idea. Do you think that maybe that was a bad idea? <laughs> yeah. That last episode Pulse. of Duncan Trussell, though. <laughs> yeah. Oh, so it, crazy. Whirlwind. It reminds me like... Oh, God. Like, the whole time he's talking to his mom and being sad about his mom dying, it's actually a story about him dying and his fear towards his own death because he loves his mom. And then they both die to then become a part of the whole universe. And then the whole universe dissipates into... which black hole. Yeah. The fucking idea, like, the black hole. And, like, that's the final... That's like, okay, these people are now going to die. And that's like, it's the triggering fear that we all have. And we all yeah. experience and we all are scared of or we all don't want. Yeah. Because what the hell is it? And you kind of then dive into that. But then yeah, he just goes on some roller coaster ride with yeah. all the other homies to the next stop. <laughs> oh that's true the uh, bus and he sits down next to the guy and he's like can i interview you and he's like yeah just be here now or is that is that it is that what he says mm. be here now i am here man yeah and i'm i'm wondering saying, what the hell to do next <laughs> after after the interview <laughs> no oh okay. i'll be editing it that's, oh that's yeah super solid i know that it's nice to have purpose <laughs> sometimes mm. <laughs> to feel like wow i have something to do and it feels rewarding to me and it's gotta fun. give yourself that purpose gotta oh, give yeah. yourself fuck i don't know man how the hell does anyone do anything i just wonder yeah. those homeless people down the street what the hell they're doing and why that fulfills them enough and like yeah how i ended up where the hell i am that i'm just oh yeah we're just all really fucking around like in our bodies and just in this experience and we don't have no idea why and i just end up in these places but i like it and oh, i'm yeah, just same. being grateful and then it makes me walk around happy and then people yeah. want to be around me and that feels great too because then i feel a part of the tribe oh yeah which we're kind of far off tribes these days because there's this mentality of one for all and like make your millions which <laughs> yeah. 
uh, and also you can't safely interact with people because you'll kill them <laughs> on top of that oh because of the psychedelic trips yeah and oh and also also because of coronavirus but <laughs> yeah also that oh snap <laughs> yeah yeah that was a big changing factor yeah but uh i almost forgot that happened it is crazy i, totally I sometimes i forget too it's like yeah i'm loving life cool <laughs> but you said you were talking about uh yeah you were talking about all these thoughts that and like uh that that led me to think about duncan trussell i think specifically because he put me in this headspace of i think there are different times when i'm more present and it's like and it's like there's sometimes when i'm really present and i'm like oh i'm having this thought and i'm i can note it and and i i feel just mm. very like i'm here i'm able breathing to breathing exercises yeah exactly or like listening to duncan trussell listening to his podcasts with like with his mom put me in the headspace just walking around afterwards i was having all these thoughts and i was like i rem- I'll remember i'm go- i'm remembering this and i wrote it i wrote it all down later just like wrote it all out as much as i could cuz it was just like not positive or negative thoughts. There was some weird stuff. There was some mm. culturally weird stuff, I guess. <laughs> some, it's beautiful some just to like write very, that stuff, yeah. man. It's so cool. It's so, it's just like, but normally I'm not in a mindset where I think I remember all my thoughts. There's like thoughts that I have that are just kind of passing. And I think you were talking about that. You were talking about that right before we went to Duncan, Duncan Trussell, just like having all these thoughts. Um, mm. Well, for me... Yeah. I uh, I tell people when I'm teaching them the breathing exercises and an advantage of it, like you're in your river of consciousness and that is where you're floating. You don't have a choice. Yeah. And then when you do a breathing exercise, you take a step out and you look at it and you can notice that it's all different patches of thought patterns. Not that you get to choose how it flows ever. The strength of it's too strong. Like, But yeah. you just get a moment out of it to come back in to feel feel them wash by your feet and be like yeah okay so yeah those are just thoughts and they come and they come and go they flow on this river i don't know where the fuck the river comes from or where the hell it's going but i'm that's like the 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 words the consciousness that runs down but uh you can kind of affect how it flows down as well by doing exercise and doing things then the river seems to ritually maybe maybe it's a goddamn roller coaster river <laughs> that comes back in itself yeah and if, if it's full of good stuff then it's going to come back through to you as you're floating down it past you past the stuff yeah as good things as as good vibes um for sure we oh remembering everything like all the all the info all the that exercise that you did um when when you actually need to remember it you'll be you'll be like god damn this could be your wife at the time it'll yeah. be like she's just been a fucking bitch ever, <laughs> she, ever ever since she had this baby and it's all about like she can't do this and that and yeah. she asks you like oh i feel this and it's like you can't fucking remember that positive <laughs> ab workout that you did for yourself a while oh, ago for yeah, yeah, yeah. prenatal people to make yourself feel better you yeah. just thinking like god man she's so needy and like god life's so hard didn't she know all the things i gotta do but that's if you're in an, a bad space and you don't believe in yeah the, if your consciousness river isn't flowing full of just exercise and well-being will make everyone good and everything good 
Yeah. So if you're doing that already, then you're in that spot. And then that's all you're going to give out because that's all you think. You're just like, well, maybe some ab workout. Oh, my God, that ab workout that I did in the past. That yeah. would be so good for her. And oh, that's so true. Yeah. Good food to help her fill up um, the things she's lacking now. And look at that that kid that ended up retarded. Yeah. The ability to uh, take like, when someone <laughs> else is in a negative is in a negative Because of the drugs I use. <laughs> yeah. Oh, no. <laughs> oh Oh, no (laughs) that's a huge thought yeah that i've been saying about the unpredictableness of this world and the the hopes and desires that you ever have and then i just take things to sometimes a really extreme level for people and i'm just like well yeah just like when you want to try to have a baby like like you're gonna have one one day you think you might not because you might find out you're infertile or the partner you're with or every single partner you're with or yeah it could die on your at birth like this is horrible things to say or it could be but it looking at the negative that in some way deeply yeah you could have yeah. that beautiful child and it could come out and then you could just find out you got a world of problems yeah with it and i see people that get this and i think you know their expectations were different and yeah i just roll without i guess just keep trying to roll without and deal with things as they come yeah and keep trying to fill that river with good thoughts and oh for sure holy yeah the idea crap. too i think talking about uh like if you have someone who's upset and they're like angry it's easy if if i'm not in a place where i'm thinking about good things and filled with positive vibes it's easiest to think oh this person is pulling me down they're the reason why i feel bad now because they're mm. they have problems and they're bringing their problems into my life whereas if I'm in a place myself, I can, where I'm feeling good, where I'm like, oh, this is something I was dealing with, but this helped me. Being able to say I have compassion for you is, I think, a huge step too, that I don't, Whoa. I'm not able to do a lot of the time <laughs> because oftentimes yeah. that's like a goal that I hope to get to all the time. But so often now in my life, someone has a problem and I'm, and I'm just like, oh, how why are they talking to me about themselves all the time and how they all these bad things in their lives? Like I, I want to mm. surround myself with people who are happy because that'll make me happy. But happiness isn't necessarily dependent on, I think other people. It's and a what practice. Doing. Yeah. It's a practice in being that person who constantly lives to be compassionate for people. And then you just have that thought going through your head. It's like, yeah, exercise, vegetables, being compassionate. Yeah. And every time it approaches and then you're like, be compassionate. And it's just a, eventually a habit, hopefully at some point. Mm-hmm. And then, but then there's curveballs of yeah. motherfuckers. Oh, for sure. Yeah. You don't know who the hell. And you're oh, like, this yeah. guy is so far off. He is just so dead. Like the, the German roots come in like, let's fucking lock this guy up and let's put him in yeah. one of those showers. Jesus. Oh God. <laughs> yeah Yeah. (laughs) but i feel that though i feel that so much fuck it's hard yeah yeah because they're just sometimes too i I can't even explain it but there's just someone who comes along and for some reason i do really well with people who are similar but then this one person just rubs me in the wrong way and Mm. oftentimes afterwards i find that they're the people who teach me the most about myself of things that were there that i just like but my a lot of times in the moment though my ego hates it so, so much that it's like that moment is horrible. Like, I just become a sucker sometimes. <laughs> like yeah. I just I just start I know that I feel something 
upset for them and at them. Yeah. And then it's in me. And then I just like, ugh. I kind of had it recently with a guy. And I just thought like he was just, I don't know, pretentious or like so just why you got to make things that way like what are you doing man you're just are you talking about a bunch me? Of time oh my like, god <laughs> then sorry continue. then you're sitting there <laughs> and you just don't want them you just know i just know that i'm wrong yeah. i just know that that's wrong and then i'm like i get all suckery i'm like man i gotta do something for this person because i think they're gonna feel that I actually look down on them because it is happening in my mind and I'm getting attacked by these ideas and I need to figure this out. Like I need to figure out how that's just a person living on the goddamn planet and he needs to do what he's got to do. And I shouldn't have a problem with it or, uh, or get a tribe and start a war. (laughs) Yeah, true. (laughs) Uh, which, you know, that's just not in our practice as much in the Western rich world. We could all just be man. And I think, this girl whose house I'm staying in, she she just has it too. She has enough to, because we're so rich. Like, you can just go, like, say, what is mine is yours. And, like, with that mindset, I solely am only going to take what I can afford. I'm only going to do with what that will be amazing in the space. Like, people, I don't know. Then, like, we had some crossed ideas where I'm like, She's like, yeah, my bike's way better than yours. I'm like, well, I'll just take it for my bike ride. And then it's like, holy crap. I've just actually re-met this person in two days. And this guy could just totally start robbing me and doing, like, dodgy shit. Or those ideas even came to my head. And then I'm like, well, I'm not, like, no, that's stupid. No, why would I do that? This person's amazing. I'd rather keep this person amazing by being amazing as well. Yeah, and I think those ideas aren't inherently bad to have. Like, just because the idea exists doesn't mean that it's it's a thing that we have to get rid of. Like, it was just something that I struggle with often, oftentimes. It's like having thoughts like, like, if I have an opinion of what is good and bad, and I have a thought like, what was it? When I was walking, when I was walking in the park, I had this thought of, like, I was comparing Mother Teresa to Hitler in my mind, which in the moment, like, I was like, Whoa. I was like, Jesus, like, this is, this is a horrible thought. Like, am I saying that, am I thinking now that it's, like, fine to, to go and, like, just kind of getting in that mindset of, like, you know, uh, of the, in, in the end, that <laughs> the whole universe will cease to exist whenever, so nothing really matters. But then, but then leading to these conclusions that are just morally pungent to me based on, based on everything I've learned and everything I know and all my experience. But then also recognizing that like, just because this thought now exists and that it came into my mind doesn't mean that I'm acting on that. And I think that trying to Mm. repress that thing. Yeah, I'm not sure. It's trying to repress Uh... it and say, Oh, that's a horrible thing to think. Isn't necessarily healthy either. That's really yeah. crazy because if you try to repress it, what is it? The idea, and you're reinforcing an idea that is instead of being yeah. like, "Oh, that's a crazy thought." That's crazy, and just rolling. Uh, <laughs> yeah. If it keeps coming, it's a it's a bit annoying for productivity. Productivity is when better ideas are happening or better, great minded, good vibe kind of things are happening. Um, yeah, that's gonna fill the spot of the energy and it's gonna be like yeah mother Teresa hitler mother Teresa hitler and you're like dude this idea is so not cool or not 
Yeah. Why are we being so judgmental of it? Why don't we just sand it? But oftentimes, oftentimes too, down, I think, yeah, like... Make a cartoon thing, out I, of it. Yeah. Put it on the internet. <laughs> exactly, yeah. Because it's an idea, and it's it just exists. And I, nothing, nothing that exists is good or bad until we say it's good or bad. Just because it exists in a certain form. And that's opinion-based, right? That's true, yeah. Due to everybody, the, the good and bad. Yeah. It's, and then there's groups that we want to fit in with, yeah. so... We say it's good or bad, and I would vibe with people who th- say, you know, eating well is good. I'm yeah. down with that. I'm down with those kinds of people. I think a big thing for me too uh, is just like working through these fitting thoughts in with that people come all up. the time. Is it something that we should do all the time? Yeah. <laughs> Ooh, you froze oh. there. Oh yeah, internet connection is unstable. Now we're back. <laughs> cool. Yeah, I think for me too, like I'm back, baby. working through working through thoughts is good. Like if I have a thought and then I'm like, wait, I had this thought. Now let me continue thinking about it to the point where I'm now where, where I am able to where I'm able to say, I had this thought. It came from me, but it doesn't define me. It's just a thought that was passing and I can let it go like any other thought that happens. It's not like a thought that I have to hold on to. Like I recognize it and it's a thing that exists and I can treat it in many ways. I can treat it as this thought that's bad in this way. I can treat it as a thought that's good in this way. I can think about it in so many different ways, so many different paths we can choose to, to go down with any thought that we have. Um, man, you are a bad person for thinking what you think, man. <laughs> oh, yeah, I know. <laughs> People who are judgmental but, make you scared about... And, like, if you're in a tribe and that group of people or your group of friends would know that you'd be... F- like, they... Uh, they're always judgmental about what you think then when you say something new they're gonna be like what the hell man what the fuck are you doing thank you yeah. thoughts <laughs> what the hell's all this yeah <laughs> true <laughs> hey yeah let's give some appreciations i want to shout out to duncan trussell russell brand wim hoff and joe rogan and my brother dean and the lovely lady Farah, who's letting me stay at her place. Um, anyone you want to shout out to, Daniel? Yeah, definitely. I want to shout out to my mom, uh, Jean yes. Granberg, and I want to shout out to her boyfriend, Brian Bennett, for letting me stay in their house and being super welcoming and kind and feeding me food and letting me go on hikes with them, taking yes. me places. Yes. I want to shout out to yes. you, Colin, for hosting me and yes. having a great talk because this has been so much fun and super from a purely selfish point of view like incredible experience for me uh and i would like to shout out to a girl from my orchestra when i was in high school rosalie who has been going on hikes with me and her dog charlie who are both incredible (laughs) and being able to go swimming glacial lakes (laughs) with them has been great and yeah i want to shout out to my sister for being able to talk being willing to talk with me about stuff that comes up and yeah just being a really good listener and I want to shout out, finally. What? Practicing gratitude. Oh, yeah. Just in that, we're practicing gratitude. For sure. And I want to shout out to my dad for soon ugly. letting me come to his place. <laughs> and that's it. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Um, peace out, listeners. We're going to figure out how to edit this into something beautiful. And Trigley Talks, number 13. Thanks, Daniel. It's been lots of fun. Thanks for having me. <laughs>